0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 78 of High Top Flip Flops. As always, this is Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris, aka bash me outside because I don't fight. I just get beat up, aka little poopy dirt, aka it's not me, it's not you. We're just going through a tough time right now, aka Dr. Do Too Little. As always, I'm here with Navek. Hey, it's Navek, aka Naveil,
1: aka Navek, aka Naveip, <laughs> aka Mr. Run Up On Your Girl, Say Hello, and Run Away, aka the Tamil Tyrese, aka the Big Seon, aka Big Couch, Little Couch, Small Couch. Aka, please don't come to my house. We have a lot of bugs there. And today, we have not only the most uh, special late night pod. And just know, whatever happens on a late night pod stays on the late night pod. It's
0: nine thirty. <laughs>
1: it's not that late. But we you know have nine
2: what?
0: To yeah, so we got. I, I gotta be up at. Hey
2: man, I got a Zumba class in the morning.
0: Oh shit! Okay, okay. You know, what, I, I sh- that's fair. You know, I need to respect. People oh, yeah. have different schedules.
2: I'm be straight up. This is uh this is Kellen over here.
1: Yeah, I was gonna introduce you. <laughs> yeah. He, Go ahead. I didn't dude. finish it because I was rudely interrupted <laughs> by so Chris. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh no, of course not. You're feel free to do that, you know, whenever you want to. I'm good. Go ahead. And uh you know, we have a great guest here today. Um someone that I've known since I was a child, actually. Uh someone that I grew up with. Damn. Someone that has inspired me to grow as a person. That is not Kellen, but he is the guest here today. Yeah. Hey, what's <laughs> up? Hey, my name is Kellen,
2: <laughs> a.k.a. The Janitor, a.k.a. Thin Crust, not Thick Crust.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, Fair fine. enough. You got to show love to the Thin Crust lovers out there, you know?
2: Yeah, too bad I can't eat bread, period. Oh, do, no. you, have, do you have a gluten allergy? Yeah, yeah I got fuck, that shit. Man. It's the worst. Oh, bread.
0: Shout out to the gluten intolerant folks out there, you know? Yo, if weird. I would, I would fuck up some gluten <laughs> real quick. Like, Don't
2: get me wrong, like, just wear depends to work, and just die in the bathroom every 25 oh, minutes. my
0: God. Mm. <laughs> Like oh this fucking dope. When did you when did you develop the intolerance like as a rather recently,
2: believe it or not. Damn. It was like right after my birthday in September. Shit, you were there, weren't you there?
1: I wasn't. I had another engagement. I had, uh, <laughs> I had a date that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <You know>, that, <laughs> that was scheduled prior to me finding out about your party. Oh. <laughs> and, look, <laughs> if and
2: Morris came. Whenever I see Morris, I'm like, where's Nav?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Shout out to him. Um, I yeah I do regret that. It's one of those things where. You know when you make plans too early and then somebody hits you with a fire plan later mm. on, and you're like, and "Oh, maybe swing by later." And you can't do the tell that to your the first plan person that, "Hey, I got to help my mom build a staircase." Or <laughs> <Yeah. like that. laughs> you gotta go with the person. And I had a I had an evening, and um, it was not memorable. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> it was alright. Oh, no. Was Is that <laughs> the
2: time you went to Buffalo? Oh, no, knows? a different time,
3: Oh, bro, shit.
1: Chill, bro. <laughs> I can I would love to tell that tale, but I can't due to my current circumstances. Oh, yeah, okay. true. I okay. don't want to roast him oh too much. Like honestly, I I want to take this pod to the next level, of course, right? Mm-hmm. But I can't because of uh, if certain people who hear the new stories. Then it'll be kind of a uh, let's say
0: compromising. Yeah. Is that a good word?
1: Perfectly sounds like the fucking
3: plot to, to a wrong song. yeah man god damn Jeez. well
0: maybe maybe we'll provide some context for uh for the people listening just share how you know Cal, how, how i want to i want to know about this relationship because uh i can i can feel the energy right now you know you keep saying relationship it's starting to stick now right? yeah man, i think yeah. you have to start dating us this is a this. relationship
1: Hey, how do you guys uh, feel about what are we? <laughs> oh, that's such a, oh man, I feel like that's the podcast topic among six guys in another basement somewhere. Oh yeah, in North Carolina or something. Uh, hey, guys, I'm gonna kill them with this one. <laughs> Don't you hate it when girls say what are we? <laughs> um, but oh, oh yeah, but um, how we met was I started work at this company that I won't name mm-hmm. in June of last year. Okay. And, you know, I was sitting in a corner. I had the best seat because nobody could see behind me, and I was always on Complex.com. Correct. At my desk where I started. (laughs) Oh,
2: shit. Yeah. So I seen this guy. I'm like, oh, you better not be farting in that chair. (laughs) (laughs) You motherfucker. Exactly. It's a special place. And then we became friends. Well,
1: I heard him play music. That mm. I, I don't remember the True. song But I knew like I can tell when people Have good taste in music True. You know, When I hear certain songs right. And I heard him play music Because he always plays music And I walked in And I was like Yo those are some good songs You're playing And that's why I learned his name
2: I think it was It wasn't Chance Who was it was uh, Sir I think it was Sir It might that be That one of the first albums That were like I threw down That you were like Hey ears perked up."
0: Right 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 yeah. Yeah. I can imagine in uh, In like I guess to an extent, a a relatively corporate environment, Mm. it can be like, uh, it can be really hard. It can be kind of isolating when you do feel like everyone is like, uh, yeah, maybe just like focused on what they're doing, maybe not so concerned about. Trying
2: to fucking put you down and get a fucking promotion kind of deal. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I'm I'm curious to know, was that something that the two of you kind of felt when you entered the space?
2: That's a good question because I was there for almost a year before Novik was there. Okay. And like, you know, I'm very, very liberal in a sense and like, what you call like uh an urbanized indigenous boy. Mm, okay. I'm a half blood, matey, Métis, Métis okay. proud. Okay. But uh I've always been one to like I wanna take down the man from the inside. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. be corporate, right? Word. Like wear my tattoos out with pride and grow my hair out and have a shaggy beard when I'm at work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking do just as good as everybody else. So Of course. I was kind of vibing that already and like my band from Peterborough, we're on a, we're on an independent label up there. Right. I had just left and, like, come down to the city because there was no work, as we were talking about, mm-hmm. before we started the pod. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of just, you know, wrote on my French. And I'm like, well, I'm going to just try and get a job because I speak French. Right. There's probably a the shitload of French speakers in the city. There actually isn't. Right. So I started working there and, like, found it pretty chill because everyone we worked with was really sick. And then right before Devik came, I, like, lost a bunch of close homies who was at work oh, prior damn. to him. They had, like, left or got promoted or whatever. So I was kind of, like, absent. I was like, fuck, who am I going to chill with? And right. then this dude showed up. And I'm like, all right, yo, fuck, he wears his hat above his ears, too. <laughs> yo,
1: that was a big thing. And yeah. Chris knows that as well. Yeah. He's been called out uh, numerous times. That's <laughs> right. Nyanu, <laughs> I know
0: you're listening right now. You know what? There's three of us. What are you going to do? Yeah, get the fuck over here. <laughs> yeah. Little and Debbie gang, too. Get really the fuck cool. over here. will
2: take you down, girl. Okay. <laughs> I'll take you out in the court, shoot three-pointers. Oh, my God. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting outside Drake's house the other day. I you did not. I did not.
1: He responded to it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was, like, giving her more power. Did he yeah. really? What did he say? Well, she said something Wait, Drake responded to it? He did. Oh, I didn't see that. He just said, like, oh, don't bother me while I'm watching the Raptors game and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, typical uh, stuff. No cap. Which, uh, it's, like, his best response because he can't be mean to her.
2: You know? Yeah, she is only, like, 12.
1: Yeah.
0: She, she goes hard for 12 though he I'm already he already <laughs> <laughs> has a good 12 like if she <laughs> takes that negative
2: energy she's got and like turns it into good energy she could do great things right hopefully like fixing the transit line but like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i gotta conclude. i've like <laughs> no.
0: completely uh this is, like cut off like six buzz from my Feet. from my feeds yeah. you know just for it's just awesome. for, it's just terrible. for sanity i suppose Ugh. but i appreciate you guys keeping me in the loop Cause you know I want to know about little Debbie Dog sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I mean it's terrible content.
1: <laughs> right, it's right, right. Horrible. Right. Guy. At the same time, she had the best twelve yeah. <laughs> out of anybody I know. I think she she slightly beat Michael Jackson for best twelve. What do you no, mean best twelve? Yeah. What do you like mean like best year twelve? Oh like my age. god, she's twelve years old. Yeah. My twelve was shit, man. I was just riding around on a bicycle. She was <laughs> trying to think, think what I was doing. Like Too much trauma blockouts,
2: bro. Yeah, fair yeah. enough, man. Fair hey, enough. Can, you want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the podcast. Ooh, about let it. me get a glass of gin real quick. <laughs> you guys keep chatting it up, I'm actually. gonna yeah. do it. So I just want to do a quick land acknowledgement, if that's cool with you guys, uh, and just to recognize that we're on the uh, you know the Anishinaabe Moan territory mm-hmm. and that we're out here on uh, people's land. And. Uh, Miigwech to having you guys here, and uh, this is going to be a great time? And uh, let's
0: get this conversation a rolling. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> Listen, thank you, thank you for doing that. You know, we actually we've actually never done a land Acknowledge on this on this podcast, but I think that'd be that'd be a good thing to to do moving forward. You know, Corporate as we kind of yeah, because uh, yeah. even even over the airwaves, you know, these these episodes are still recorded mm-hmm. nine times out of ten. 9.9 9 times out of 10. <laughs> you Honestly. know, that
2: was one of the cool things that kind of turned turned me on to your guys' podcast. I mean, right off the back, I was like, okay, hi, top Flip Flops. Not only is that a <laughs> sweet-ass fucking name, and also Tyler, the Creator shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. Grew up on Future Wolfgang. on high school. Right. that fucking on Future Wash from like Wish.com. Oh, oh, shit. Jeez, <laughs> rolling blunts in the backwoods. Oh, man. <laughs> Trying not to get caught. in <laughs> oh, class. Okay. Why are your eyes so red? Oh, fucking <laughs>
1: We had very different experiences listening to that music.
2: I can only imagine Because I was like Into some skate punk shit mm-hmm. Like I can't say One of the words in it But our main sesh spot Right by Richview Name dropping that high school Shout out Richview Even though you were A crazy clique <laughs> Was PFN Pussy Fuck word Oh wow Just because someone Spray painted it on the walls Damn And we were like Oh you going to PFN at lunch And I'll, oh, I'll see you at PFN boy Wow Go down there Skate for like a couple hours Roll huge fatty Run away from security And then hit a PFN after school. Damn. There's some weird ass names for sesh spots back in high (laughs) school. The Hairy Llama, that was one for me too.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, ours was uh, uh, "Go to Hell, Immigrants" or something. Like that. Oh, that what's was
2: with all the the crazy racial stuff? That was weird. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> obviously Oh, okay. I <laughs> thought we were being straight oh, up. I'm like, <laughs> is this a, is this a
0: Toronto thing? This like is a this is like a this is a high top football 101. one on will say things, and and I'm not. I can't help you confirm or deny whether or not what he's we'll saying is true. <laughs> You've known him forever, <laughs> exactly. Aren't you relations? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
2: But yeah, I don't know. How it, secrets. It, it is crazy. I um. I always I always had a, a, a kind of difficult time growing up because <clears throat> in terms of like my identity, I had n- no real clue because I, I, I used to tell people that I'm just a spit cup, like straight up, like a DNA ancestry.com. Mm. 20 different people's been into one cup. That's basically who I am until mm. I realized my identity. My dad's been an indigenous consultant for my whole life, basically. Wow. and I've always been around the culture and like, you know, ever since I was little, you know, take me to powwows, do all this stuff yet. He never identified or anything like that and I was super curious and I I can't lie I'm a big big fucking nerd especially Mm. when it comes to like doing research history and anthology shit. Yeah, and um, I ended up just diving into it a couple years ago and finally like finding my roots. Right. And tracing it and like finding out where my family was from and like all the crazy stories that come along with that. Right, right, right. And like Metis, like not to, you know, overcast or prove trauma is greater than someone else's trauma, because all trauma is equal. Mm. You know, Metis strange because half your family was invaders and half your family was stolen. So like my fifth grade grandmother was like taken away at like age fourteen from her family right. in Red River settlement in Manitoba and like Forced to be a country wife to Mm -hmm. one of my great grandfathers who was with the Hudson's Bay Company, Scottish immigrant, you know, who come here for like six months of the year then go back to Scotland to his real family. Right. They like trade wives off. So it's like very interesting to like, you know, sit down and work in a corporate society now and play in bands and have friends that literally come from all over the place and, Mm -hmm. you know everyone's just trying to like figure themselves out and it's it's real interesting that's why i like being back in the city so yeah yeah Yeah.
0: damn i mean it it i i appreciate you sharing that because i i i think it raises a lot of questions too about what your experiences then end up looking like um one like feeling a little bit more rooted in your identity but also um kind of like becoming more in tune to like what people around you or like how people around you have interpreted who you are too right definitely um yeah I'm kind of curious to know like along that path how did you find it did you find it challenging to kind of um like keep a lot of relationships that you that you might have when you were younger hard yeah
2: like I got some friends that knew me as like Scottish which I am you know I was like when I was young instead of being bad like i was proactive and, like, wanted to do stuff, so I joined cadets, and I joined the Seventeenth Toronto Scottish Regiment, right. which is just down on the Lakeshore, amazing regiment, good corps, good kids, and, you know, it got to a point where, like, I was, like, the master warrant officer of, like, 120 kids and at, like, you know, 17 years old, 16 Whoa. years old, and I was wearing a kilt, you know, traditional Highland grab, you know, like, had my Tamil shantern hat on and everything, and you know, that's one of my main identities on one side, but I still felt empty because I didn't look necessarily. And I know look isn't everything, but it really is in a lot of ways, especially when it comes to figuring your own self out and not judging other people. Yeah. And so like, I knew that we had indigenous root on our other side, but I didn't know how to go about identifying it or finding it Mm. until I was a little older, but you know, it was always there. And you know, for a long time I questioned, Oh, you can't be indigenous because your skin isn't, isn't, you know, darker color. It isn't, mm. you know, brown or ruby red or anything. And I'm like, fuck that. Like, you know, my sister was talking to me the other day. She, she does part-time work down at a youth center in Toronto and a, a large majority of indigenous, you know, urban indigenous peoples now are actually mixed African American, mm. uh, mixed, you know, East Asian wow. and, you know, identification wise becomes very, very difficult. Right. So like, you know, you get people like my jacket has a medicine wheel on it on my, on my, on mm-hmm. my uh, winter coat. Yeah, like, so you'd, you'd be on the subway and like, you'll get, you know, Debbie Reynolds to the left of you being like, what's your lineage? And mm. you're like, okay. Right,
0: right, right. Excuse you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Who are You know, you? or like, well,
0: are, are you even native? Right, right, right. You know, yeah. Like, people even just like questioning yeah. like, Oh, are you like an yeah. appropriator? Just, for by, wearing yeah, this just coat. by
2: looking like, right. can you ally, but still wear what they have? Mm. honestly, Anything's good. Mm. Whatever you want to do, it's up to nobody to choose. Mm. That's the way I see it. And I personally like when people ask that kind of question because I want to throw some knowledge down on them. Be like, the issue is you asking those questions. Mm. There's a nicer way to do it. Yeah. And like, you have to be you have to be woke in terms of how you're gonna approach someone or pose those questions because yeah. that can incite a lot of the other racist bullshit that comes with those things, you know. That's right, that's right. Trying to identify someone just by how they look. It's like the deepest thing ever. You know, we guys do it with girls. Like, yo, you swipe on when we were talking about Tinder today at work and like <laughs> I was saying my phone's haunted, man, it's full of ghosts, right? Right. And like half the time I swipe and I'll match and I'll message them like this is the one. Right. This is the one. I've come to work for them, this is the one. <laughs> not you
0: know right, first judgments, so yeah Definitely. yeah, um no man i i mean i I find it super fascinating, especially because like while it's something we've like i think we've spoken about um a lot off camera, I mean, even just like thinking about who we kind of like the voices that we kind of want to have on mm. on the show too, you know, yeah, um like one of the voices and and I think this is like a a trend in a lot of spaces too, is like that we've definitely even lacked on this show is, is just like having indigenous voices you know um and i think uh, but like may partly be due to the fact that um we're so mixed
2: in now yeah i mean <laughs> I, I was i was gonna
0: say like even yeah. just like thinking about where we've kind of grown up and like it's what so what we think about but um but yeah precisely what you said which is like it's so I, mixed in yeah and i think uh on top of that there's like at least for me i can i think i can you know very openly say like there's also misconceptions right like about totally. thinking about where totally. indigenous people are located right it's yeah. like thinking that like oh you know maybe i need to like for example go up
2: in the middle of fucking nowhere was, boreal forest yeah, and like no, do I'm, a chant in the woods no <laughs> <laughs>
0: i mean i was even gonna say like to you know? go back up to peterborough right and, and, yeah, and think of, and think about that definitely um i guess a a, a, a strange but uh Funny kind of connection that Kellen and I have is that we both went to the to same university at different Ooh, times. But, but so. Ooh, I'm about to tear my shirt off right yeah. now and bleed some green everywhere, baby. <laughs> yes, we love that. Ooh. love the burrow yeah. here. <laughs> what
1: do they call it? That's oh right.
0: yeah. We Does anyone call it the <laughs> burrow? No one calls it the burrow. <laughs> call it dirty the dirty The dirty queen.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, bleed green, baby. But, um, but I'm I'm kind of curious to know. You know, uh did you feel like? um did you feel like your time spent in Peterborough was productive or like yeah was it a, a positive time for you in terms of feeling continuing to to feel more connected to your indigenous heritage given like s- not a lot but some of the infrastructure that was there uh even just like having these uh, like indigenous studies courses at the university was where the like where some of those like um you know, that, like, quote-unquote, like, infrastructure. That's, like, the fancy word for it. But, yeah, was that, like, a was that something you got to experience at all when you were at Trent? Man, Peterborough is
2: literally, like, the bane of all of my existence. Like, Damn. I love it, but I hate it, but I love it, but right. I hate it so right, much. Right, right. And it literally, it's like you asked when I when I came in. You're like, so did you grow up in Peterborough? And I'm like, what do you mean by grow up? Right. You know, i I took so much from that city, mm. and I still am, Like, some of my best friends still live there. All my bandmates, shout out Evan, shout out Scott, shout out the boys at PSR, shout out Justin Strode, Oxygen Records, Respect. Yeah, they're all still up there. So I'm up there all the time. We're not constant, like, working nine to five. I try and play at least a show, maybe two shows a month if I can. Right. So I'm a constant commute. Um, I don't have any wheels right now either so that makes it real nice and challenging
0: but yeah man you gotta train to Oshawa and then take the bus right <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah yeah man so luckily my drummers got like our extra tube amp and stuff up there and my bass players got all the gear so I most times just have to bring my pedal board and my guitar but um, you know that place taught me everything you know about who I am and mm. everything about art and music and like wow. my relationship to myself and like my th- uh, like the vast majority of like my self-identification Wow. I one of my degrees is Indigenous Studies, my other degree Amazing. is international development studies. And although I liked international development, it taught me a lot about politics and money and economics and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Indigenous studies got me woke in a way that like I was able to really like embed myself in a culture that I was always so familiar with. And not in a lot of ways, don't get me wrong. Like I didn't grow up on a reservation. Mm. You know, I'm privileged like that. I do have my privileges. But I grew up Always being around their spirituality, their—and I say their—you know, indigenous people's spirituality, our mm-hmm. people's spirituality, and you know, just connection to land and respect, and like you know, try not to make so much garbage, trying not to you know litter too much, don't consume too much, don't buy too many things that you don't really need, mm-hmm. kind of deal, and just love one another too. It's a—it's a huge part of it. Um, it helped me really get involved in it, and you know, I found myself spending a lot of time. You in the healing center and, you know, hanging yeah. out with my friends in the program and trying to figure out my identity along the way. Yeah. And like no one ever forcing me to or like, you know, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of backlashes, especially for Métis people and, you know, certain other individuals who might not be, you know, indigenous to mm-hmm. Canada or to Turtle Island, you know, in classes that are really heavily based on colonialism, capitalist society, the breakdown of, you know, culture, or mass genocide can be a little uncomfortable because people get, you know, very triggered and yeah, yeah, yeah. want to spew their opinion but also want to take down the first person that they see that doesn't really look like they belong. Right. So you can get a lot of caste energy they'll be like, well, you have privilege, you're Métis, but also, yes, I'm battling with my own internal struggles, my generational flaws, you mm-hmm, know, like mm-hmm. my great-great Kukum's, you know, Kukum is grandmother for in Ojibwe, and it's just you know they went through a bunch of stuff and like my spirituality my spirits my ancestors one side are really white who were like farmers and like you know fur traders Mm. are fighting and bashing heads with my other ancestors who are my indigenous relatives who completely think an alternative way right you know and like my for like four generations it was hid in my family that we never talked about that you know it wasn't something that they talked about it wasn't something that they acknowledged it was dirty. It was bad. Mm. It's not something you wanted. So being in Peterborough, playing music, being around people who are creative and artistic, you know, it really helped to open up the curtain and, like, make things a reality in terms of my identity and, like, just arts and culture in general for me and, like, yeah, <clears throat> just how it kind of came out. So when I came back to the city, I had a really good head on my shoulders and was, like, ready mm. to kind of take on the bigger the bigger picture and, like... You know, stand behind my culture, but also throw myself into the midst of the, the, uh, the, uh, the dog, the dog ring, and uh, yeah, man, the dog work, pound work. Yeah, work for corporate, uh, corporate man or woman, man, or the say. people, the peeps, the people. Yeah, there. So that's a little bit about me.
0: Yeah, man. no, I, yeah. I mean, thank you, thank, thanks so much for for sharing that. Um, cause Anytime, I man. yeah, I mean, of of course, as I kind of mentioned, like our, um very like at least my experience when I was up in Peterborough is like t- on the periphery, you know what I mean like while um while I had friends or like there were folks that uh I did know or or like had cl- had a bunch of classes with even who were indigenous um my like i think there was a well one like i I think with lots I of think I like, went to your house parties a few times, so really to interrupt you. I've never had a house right party. by the McDonald right by the uh, max milk. Uh no the not corner? not right by never mind it. yeah 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 Sat, me me and my roommates like we had like
2: it just came to mind it's my ADHD company.
0: oh no, no no that's okay that's okay we had like Uno nights uh maybe played some like NBA two K into the depths of the night yeah, you know yeah, you yeah. went to pigs Ear, too I went I went to pigs a couple times but I like uh I'm tr- yeah I I probably went to pigs Ear a couple times but I don't drink either so like oh, I just kind of pulled true, up man. and just like drank water and like I mean it was fine to socialize but like. Um, but yeah Like I, I never sh- One step foot in Junction uh, For all the For all the people Who, uh, who know Peterborough know Like that you know <laughs> Don't worry about it man I mean I don't even know What the Toronto equivalent Of, of these places are But some of them are bad Don't Junction, ever Junction
2: uh, Junction's kind of like Government Well RIP government It's not there anymore but Yeah Just you, you 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 step on the floor And like You're not sure What you stepped
0: on That's right And your soul stick You know Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, one of those, yeah. it's one of those places Then we have this place Called Aria Which is like oh, Also God. garbage it Did it Yeah thank the heavens man yeah some I mean, shots okay so yeah, all the these places all were like linked together it was like a business group that owned them and from what He's i like understand from what i understand a lot of drugs moved in be- mm. in in between mm-hmm. them of course. um so yes. i'm not surprised that they uh that they're all shut down you know yeah it took drugs over the, it
2: took over the live music scene too which sucked the drugs yeah. or the the club scene you yeah. know it just like turned everybody off from going out to go see live bands play for a while there was an eternal struggle. That's why I opened that live house venue in my house at 218 Rubidge. Oh, that's you. Yeah. We would host bands from like all over. They'd come and stay at our house. We'd have a live shows in our house, get like 150 people packed up in there. Wow. Top floor yeah. was my attic loft. We'd like sell merch up there and shit. People would play music up there and chill. That's sashay. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. People so were like that? tripping out everywhere. <laughs> we called them Psych Fest because I can't lie. Like we were dabbling hard. <laughs> and like we would, you know, take three hits of acid, kind of see where the night would go. You know, play your set. And then next thing you know, it's 7.30 in the morning and you got like 13 people sleeping on the floor <laughs> who don't know who they are. You've never met. And they're all tripping too. And you're like, yo, you guys want to get some breakfast? <laughs> like, yeah, sure. I'll go with you on this marshmallow cloud. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, that's where the, um, it's like a Venn diagram. Two circles merging together. One is rock stars, your lifestyle. The other is podcasters. right? Oh, yeah. And as you overlap, you know, the hits of acid, like me and Chris, man, we stumbled many nights. Just like <laughs> ketamine, <laughs> acid, uh. Flowers. Do you even know what <laughs> just, flowers is? Yo, do you, you wanna want to smoke
2: this fucking smoke this huge dandelion? Like, line right you want to take now? chives <laughs> joint? Yeah, <it's laughs> chives, straight chives.
1: Do you want to take this tulip right now? And I was like, whoa, all right, Damn. sure.
2: <laughs> that shit hit strong. the pull.
1: <laughs> Tell us in uh, in Peterborough, what was the night where you knew, uh wow, this is who I am, as in that you've taken pride in
2: yourself. Damn, and it's gonna be like, oh, it's a drug story, but it is a fucking drug story. Is it? Story. Like, <laughs> okay, I was I wasn't even assuming that. But Let's fair be honest, but fair enough. the fair most enough. real time. So I was with um, who was I with? Um, no, actually, this is just after my godmother had passed away. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P. Get out here, Susie Q, love you. Um, it was like 2015, and uh, I had a really solid link at the time. I had a bunch of bitcoins. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It was crazy. Like, don't even get me wrong. I would be rich as hell now, but I was using it on the sheet market to get, like, good high-grade LSD for, like, cheap. Like, shipped from the U.S. And they'd, like, send it to you in, like, a sock package and it would, like, so properly, like, pack. You're like, oh, this is just socks. Wow. But no, there's a shitload of LSD in there. So I remember I was, like, you know... I don't know how much you guys are familiar, but I'm one to like, I like to use psilocybin or psychedelics to resolve and find resolution and internal things, conflict, internal conflict. And like, I don't, I have friends that would abuse psychedelics. I would never abuse them. I mm. would use them to get something out of it, whether it's writing music, having a bonding experience with someone in my band, friends, someone I'm close with, whatever. Right. And sometimes you got to do it by yourself. And I was living alone at the time because everyone had just moved out because we were moving to our new place on 218. Just down the way, and uh, I was by myself. Right. And I was watching that guy on Vice, Hamilton, whatever his name is, the guy who does all the trippy psychedelic drugs all around the world. He, like goes or sure. uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopia. That's oh, what it's called. okay, okay. Good, good watch. If you guys have never seen it. No, I've never. He heard goes around the whole world. He's like a long, skinny, goth kid with like long black hair, tight jeans, and Damn. Converse, and like goes out to like the Amazon forest, wearing exactly that, and on like a three day bush adventure to find a psychedelic frog that like has goo. <laughs> And, like, burns himself to, like, frog. <laughs> right? Yeah, I've heard of the frog. Yeah, that's <laughs> <him>. He's crazy. <laughs> the Toad. It's called The Toad. The thing. Toad. Yes. Toad, yeah. So, I was watching his vids, and I was like, shit, I'm tired of packing. I'm basically done. I got a shitload of LSD here. Let's see what's going to happen. It was, like, probably eight thirty, eight o'clock at night. Wow. And I started off with one hit. And I'm like, that's weak. So, I took two. And I was, like, I was just... You know the old saying, you can always take more, you can never take less.
0: Fair enough. Okay, this is news, <laughs> this is news to me, man. <laughs> yeah. But fair enough. Okay, I good I was up. trying to I take heard more. That oh, <laughs> 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 I was really trying to take more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like,
2: I probably shouldn't have, but like, fuck it. <laughs> it happened. It happened. So I took another half, and I'm like, nah. So then I took the, uh, the rest of that half, and I'm like, oh, I'm three hits deep. Let's see what goes down. So, holy shit. Two hours in, I'm like a little sweaty, like, Laying in my bed Got the air conditioner On my feet Having a time Lights are off Listen to like Pink Floyd or whatever. Nice 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 And I was smoking a cigarette Cause like I, Every place I lived In Peterborough Was smoked inside Like right. fucking Sorry to my landlord Ex-landlords who were listening <laughs> They were all trap lords Though they didn't do shit <laughs> Yeah They come up <laughs> once a year To like push the snow Around and leave <laughs> That's right yeah. But it all hit All of a sudden It was like a <laughs> Like oh, a wall damn. I don't know if you have A sound for
0: that But like I think you it made it Right there Yeah Yeah. yeah. It was like <laughs>
2: Like a bomb, you know, damn and I took all my clothes off. I was in like my skivvies just straight in my (laughs) underwear, like running around on all fours. And I'm like, I I was fighting off shadow people
3: Whoa.
2: and like the biggest thing is that once you start having a bad trip, you have to be sane enough to realize why there's three reasons. Mm. One, you're dehydrated. Two, you have to take a mean shit. Three you're facing some shit you're having anxiety about and you need to come in contact with it and conf- like face the conflict right. or else you're going to keep having a bad time.
3: Wow.
0: And I didn't need to shit. I was about to say. it's I wasn't a deep, dehydrated. Deep escalation. <laughs> <laughs> you either just need to drink some water, go to the washroom, or <laughs> spend like years to kind of deal with the internal conflict. My you God, mother had passed away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say. yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, he's getting cracking. Oh, uh, well, like,
0: I
1: was going to say uh, violent shit. I think I took acid this morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You proud, you proud of that yeah, one? You proud of that one, Divik? proud of it. <laughs> oh, that was cool. <laughs> mm.
2: So I was like, yo, I got I to gotta face this demon. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the only way to do that was to go to the absolute, for some reason, scariest part of that entire townhouse right on McDonald Street in mm. Bethune, um, which is funny, it's actually my middle name. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Fine. So I was like, I'm going downstairs where my old roommate Mike's room was and go under the stairs because there's definitely some shit hanging out down there. Wow. Some, if it's not spiders, it's some like crazy ghosts or demons or some shit. Whoa. And like, I went down there and I found this fucking log under the stairs. The house is probably like 100 years old. And I... Pulled the log out from under the stairs, RIP to anyone who lived there after me and stepped on those stairs and probably fell through. And like this piece of wood had uh, a big ass nail sticking out of it. So it became like my weapon. But like we started having a bonding experience. and I opened up to this log about my godmother and like how sad I was and like where I wanted to be in life Mm. and what I wanted my music and stuff to sound like. 'Cause like my band Peace and Rest had just kinda started then it it started off as originally as a mockery of a reggae band. Okay. I'm like, oh get a little peace and rest, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> so uh we took the I took this log and he was chilling with me, he was helping me fight off these evil shadow people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or some shit. And uh at one point I took a, a, a Sharpie to him and like I named this guy. His name was Byron and it said Damn this log is over a hundred years old. I, r- I had to write it on there for some reason and they gave him really angry eyes and like hammered a beer bottle cap on the top of its head. Oh my God. <laughs> and I put a tie on his neck and it ended up being like our party mascot for like the next like three years that wow. I was there. Wow. It was hilarious. I think one of my roommates still has him. I think it's Scott, my drummer in my band. Scott, if you have that fucking log still, I swear <laughs> you, better, you better still be around. But uh, yeah. And like, it just, I don't know where I was like, For 12 hours, like a good 12 hours, like it would go up and then down and then up. I went to Max Milk. And the craziest part of that whole night is I walked outside to get myself a pack of cigarettes at probably like 2 in the morning in like a 15-minute period where I knew I had enough consciousness to be able to walk outside stone-faced, get a smokes, and then go back and smoke them all. Damn. I walk inside the front door and there's just lights everywhere. There's police everywhere. You know that hood. It was like mm-hmm. it's not a good time there. Yeah, it was tough. And like there was like twelve cop cars, like a body identification unit car, cop like plastic everywhere, do not cross this line, like numbers on the ground, and like stupid me, bro. I was so stoned. The first thing I did I forgot my smoke, is I walked back and went up to the constable and I'm like, tapped him on the shoulder, he turns around, he's like gonna hit me. I'm like, uh, Sir, can I ask you a question? My eyes were probably just like black holes. He's like, "Oh yeah, what? Uh, what can I help you with? You need to move along." Um, I live right there, and he looks over, and it's like right beside him. He's like, "Oh yeah, I should probably tell you what's going." Yeah, someone just got stabbed to death right behind your house. I'm like, "Damn." Oh, okay, well, you have a great night. <laughs> and then walk inside and lock the door. And I got inside and I contemplate. I'm like, "What did I do?" oh shit what did I do damn I wouldn't even thought of it it's, it's been, been like it. eight hours what we the fuck ten. happened man right. did I did I kill somebody oh shit <laughs> then I finally realized that I didn't do shit and oh then my like god had a little prayer session made sure everyone was angry and then right 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 <laughs> yeah so that was uh, that was my most crazy individual psychedelic experience I personally think that if you're ever gonna do psychedelics do it by yourself first it's always the best way to do it damn okay enlighten yourself by yourself find out who you are on your own no one mm-hmm. else needs to really know you
0: know? Crazy.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that, does that fill the void for the <laughs> question you asked to me? Um, well,
1: yeah, I mean, it did kind of shape you. That
2: yes. Moment, you'd say. Definitely. Right. It shaped me. Definitely shaped me. Like, I wasn't the same person after that night, for sure. I yeah. moved into that new house with a completely different energy.
3: Yeah. Mm. I yeah. can't
2: imagine. And that's when I started doing, like, the majority of, like, my new writing. Like, before, <clears throat> like, I reformed the band and, like, got everything the way I wanted it again. And like everyone was chill, and there was no whack ass people playing. No
0: animosity. Here, I'll hold your mic for a second so you can get your your headphones oh, on. Here they, they fell on you.
2: Oh, it's in there. There you go. Thank you, my good sir. No
0: worries. Appreciated. Um, let's let's talk about the band because I would I would love to know. You kind of briefly mentioned what it originally kind of started as, but I would love to to kind of hear about the the evolution of of peace say, and rest.
3: Yeah,
2: dude. Um, well, it started off like several years ago. Um, when I was in first year and, uh, we were kind of just playing the local scene at the spill and, you know, the Garnet and whatnot, the, the, uh, the go-to places on Hunter Street strip, but That's right. we were all 17 and we had a band called double filtered. <laughs> double Filtered. I have no idea why. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, um, we were playing like a lot of like velvet underground covers and stuff. Like I remember we had a show one night where it was the night that Lou Reed had just died in like oh, wow. 2013, 2014. And we had a show at the spill that night and like did a you know tribute show to him and everything and it got real crazy because like our drummer at the time, uh and I'm just gonna call him R. Sure. Yeah, and R R R. 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 <laughs> R was chilling and he was kind of part of that whole Bitcoin buy a bunch of L S D ring. I see. And uh yeah, he Sid Barretted himself hard, like to a point where he forgot how to play drums. Like oh, wow. Yeah, good kid, but just, you know, had his issues mm. and we lost it after that. So we played hard for like a full year and then, uh, um, it kind of disappeared when I moved in with my first group of housemates and found like my first sort of bandmates. Right. Shout out Adam Terrio who helped me start the band. Damn, I know
0: Adam. You know, Adam Terrio? Yeah, I absolutely know Adam. Say oh, a Adam. word. Yeah. He's my brother. Special yeah. Guy.
2: It's been a while since we chilled just because life's been crazy. Mm-hmm. But you know, he, uh, He's a formative part of Peace and Rest. Like wow. he helped me create it. That's amazing. Okay. And um, we were both going through some pretty crazy shit when like it kind of happened, and we were hanging out together a lot, a lot, mm-hmm. like every day, writing music, every day. We had a lot of classes together then too. We were in a lot of Indigenous Studies classes together right. also, and <clears throat> we were just being. It was just you know those peaks in your life where you're like, damn, yo, I'm creative as fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know?
0: yeah, man, the juices are flowing. How about yeah.
2: that time? Because it's a magical moment it's magical as fuck yeah when you get that energy. it is like we had just gotten like our first run up at like our Daw. we had saved up some money i got like a cubase got like a steinberg like four input you amazing know? yeah uh we so had yes. like a compressor mic and we just like put it on like started recording out looping tracks like playing you know drums in the back on garbage cans and shit and like started putting it together and like next you know we started writing some music that was like really really good and we were like shit let's 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 gig these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we started gigging them and like having a dope ass time playing it. And then uh, me and Adam have always been very progressive in ways that we both have our own drive artistically mm-hmm. to a point where we don't want to hold each other back by just staying together the whole time. For sure. So I never like had a solid commitment with him being in the band or, you know, having to play a certain amount of gigs or practice weekly. He kind of let me have it. Right. And he took what he wanted from it too. Like we were taking riffs from each other with open arms. Like, oh, you like that song, dude? Take it, go with it. You know, he, if he wasn't available for a show, I have the rest. I was kind of forming the band, and he was kind of in the ends about it because he had a lot of other things that yeah, he was trying yeah, to yeah, do. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's in a group called Ace and the Kid now, who I are amazing. You know,
0: um, with ASA, right? With ASA, Is no, it with Asa? not not with Reynolds. No, nah, okay. no.
2: Nah. ASA, ASA's mixing it up. He's still. I think he's a bartender. In, in, okay. Uh, on uh in peterborough still yeah right on shout out asa and um nah he's uh he's with his other buddy um and they shred they're real real cool but okay. like even with all that like you know we were still trying to share riffs you know grow yeah but uh at that point i had taken over the band entirely and mm-hmm. like gotten a new drummer and a new bass player and uh we played it that round for a while we had we were one of the last bands to play at the pig's ear before it closed down right. we used wow. to play at the spill all the time shout out dave toby you're a legend yeah um that place is unreal i mean just being able to play some of those stages because peterborough is known it's like the second best city in canada for music exposure for yeah young groups, yeah yeah yeah, True. Which, really? yeah. a lot
0: yeah. of like independent venues which are now slowly shutting down which is quite oh, sad man. yeah it's um the worst. i would say the spill was like pro like probably one of like the last standing like really great ones where like yeah. they like it was one of those places where um You felt I, like you were home. Yeah, like it was super, super cozy. It was a very small place. Um but I think on top of that, like their like their mission was like very simple. It's like if you like want to play music, like here's a platform. Here's a here's a platform. Like I That kid- was Dave's mission. It yeah, still is. It was like I kid you not, like one of the last times I was in there, there was a guy who had like um like kind of like contact mo- like different like little mics set up and like a bunch of loop pedals. And he was just like dragging like bike chains like ac- across the platform. <laughs> I know exactly. Who and you're just like about. slamming them and just kind of like dragging them, and like it was uh, BP. I've never like I've
2: never. It's BP. He brings out his chainsaw and puts it against the fucking chains Weird. with yeah. like a DS1 distortion
0: pedal. It was like it was loops ma- it tracks it. It was madness. Yeah, I'd never experienced anything like it. And I remember like being with some people who are like confused and like maybe even like a bit concerned but someone's up there like, just dancing just like mm. yeah exactly and you're like some people <laughs> like, are struggling to find the rhythm but it's like just like experiencing it, you're like damn yeah, like this is like like they're not here like this this space doesn't exist just to like pack this place every night no. and like yeah it's like we're we're so gonna make sure pe- been, yeah. people have this like space to to mm-hmm. do what they need to do express themselves so yeah very very sad to kind of see the space closed down i mean um, the know, final we, show was amazing, though. I don't you know if you were there for I that. I was right. not
2: there for that, sadly. I remember we all got calls at, like, 2.30 in the morning. I wasn't there. And uh, I, uh, I whipped my way down at, like, 2 in the morning to go see it and play a bit on the stage because my drummer at the time, Scott, he has another group called uh, St. Homer, mm. um, which he just disbanded called Malin now. Okay. And um, they they were playing a little show and – they got word. All the musicians in the city started passing word. I got a call from Laura Klindich, who uh, played in Laura. Watershed. Uh, yeah, 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 with Matt. Yeah, she's the one who first got me in. So Matt and Laura, good friends of mine. Amazing. Um, musically, we uh, we share we shared the stage many a time. Unreal. Um, we actually they came second in the running for Battle of the Bands the one time we won when we first won our our our, our contract with uh, Oxygen Records. Yeah, right. with Justin. Uh, so yeah, Matt, Matt and Laura. Laura Laura had texted me. She's like, Kellen, you got to come to the spill. And I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, right, right, right. Like, it's the last night. I'm like, oh shit, what? Because yeah. it was random because Dave it didn't tell anybody. It was
0: super, super random. I found it out over happened. Facebook yeah. and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah.
2: and I, I never really did figure out why. I heard a bunch of reasons. Some bullshit. I know it wasn't true, yeah. but some maybe legit like overcapacity or like, you know, whatever it might be. Just yeah. a shame because it was... It was a holy trinity for music and like Yeah, so we, we played there and then we started getting our groove on and like we uh I started writing like actual music, music mm. that was properly composed in a lot of ways and Good. like had lyricism, had depth, had sounds, had starts and stops, had like you know, progressive beats that kinda like make you kinda angry mm. but also like make you wanna dance, you know, like my root deep down, I fucking love punk rock music. Mm. Like that's why I love the spill so much. Cause sure. throw me in a mosh pit any day, dude. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there <laughs> in my sure. Birkenstocks. stocks.
0: <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much it. And then we just rode the wave out and band changed a few more times. And now I'm finally finalized. Two years now. I have I've had uh, <coughs> Evan Bucks, Evan Buckles. Call him Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. And uh, Scott, Scotty, Scott, Saint Homer um as my drummer amazing. and then uh tim too, timothy hance who plays in like five other bands now oh, shit. proud as fuck of all of them <laughs> um as our percussionist he's originally a bass player a okay trained classical bassist he's wow. amazing so yeah but yeah now it's just the closest homies and we managed to get shit together remind me i have to give you guys some free shit before you leave oh man we <laughs> so, love free shit yeah free look at us part, eh? he's like oh,
0: no. we live off of free shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty nice. much the story Of the music though. That's dope
2: man It's just um, part of life Like I, I'm gonna die Performing literally I, I will have to perform On stage live The rest of my
0: fucking life Yeah man damn I, And I, I guess I'm I mean I'm really glad to hear That it's something That you're still able To like I mean, I'm sure, like regardless of circumstances, you'd find a way to still be making music or playing music. really so easy nowadays. Regardless, yeah. Regardless, your phone out, record, there you go. Yeah, it's very true. It's pretty mm-hmm.
2: good quality still, even just for like an MP3 file.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but even just like living so far away from like where your the record label yeah. is, like how far you are from even like your bandmates. I- I'm assuming all of them are out in Peterborough as well.
2: Yes, sir. They all live yeah, out there still.
0: That's like, th- those are those are challenges, right? As you kind of mentioned. It is. Like, I don't really have, I, I, got, I got friends
2: here. Don't get me wrong. Just friends that I don't really vibe with on an artistic level here. Mm. Like, they totally understand me in a lot of ways, but all they right. don't really know me as I was. Ah, right. 'Cause when you go away for school, you remember how it
0: was, like yeah. it doesn't
2: matter who you are where you went, where you went to school, you lived somewhere else and then went away somewhere and then came back. That's right. For a significant amount of time.
0: Minimum four years, right? Three You're different. Or four years, yeah.
2: You're different. Not not necessarily in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Just in a as Nevek would say, in a more woke way. No,
3: right. Would I say
2: that? <laughs> <laughs> you would say that. I don't, I don't think <laughs> I'd say
1: woke. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, I'd go. probably say vibe or something. <laughs> in a more vibes <laughs> you way. You want know to know your know? Yeah, vibe. Yeah, I'd say it's that. A,
0: your yeah. vibe would change. Your vibe yeah, would change.
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. Kellen. What's up? The people want to know. Thank you. you, have, you have a, no, I'll, <laughs> i will get into that in a bit. But we got to plug your project. So you have a project out on all streaming platforms. Do you have your publishing? What's a publishing?
2: Oh, like where it's Ooh. posted and shit?
1: No, your pub.
0: Bro, I don't even know what he's talking about. So, what are you talking about? Okay, so all <laughs> musicians,
1: right, You who put up music, yeah. Um, you know, for sale, yeah. and, you know, we can make money off the streams and yeah. stuff. Um, do you have your pub yeah. so that, you know, when people stream it in the future and play your music in the future, you still get paid?
2: No, nah, man, shit's free. Oh, really? Eh? I don't care about getting paid for music. I care about saving money from shows that we play for my band so I can take them out and do fun things, mm. buy new stuff for them. But I don't care about making money off off the music. It's free. Strictly a passion project. Not so much passion. It's 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 storytelling. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's storytelling. Wow. Like if there's one way that I can vibe with like my ancestral past and like getting a relation, you know, break down the you know decolonize half of my ancestry and my indigenous ancestry. Storytelling for me. For some people, it's told orally. It's t- I tell you a story. For me, it's through music. Mm-hmm. You might not know what the actual story is that I wrote about, or the significance of the song, but it's about what you take from it. Wow. And that's what I want everyone to do from it. That's why a lot of my songs don't have too many lyrics. It's more open ended. Um, I I want people to kind of take it for themselves and have fun with it. And like that's that's what I I love about music is that it's everybody's. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want I don't want a guy to come and yank my song of and course, say it's his yeah, word yeah, for yeah. word. But of course it's all about sharing you know yeah. it's all about rhythm it's all about passion it's all about drive it's all about speaking and telling and then in turn one of the hardest things to learn which i struggle with too listening mm. um, which is what you do with music so. right right but yeah peace and rest look it up yeah. peace like peace sand like granule sand rest like sleeping check it out spotify apple music wherever you stream really? music it's on there yeah, released an album like last year. We got to do a new one this summer, though.
0: Yeah, i i, I was uh, I was gonna say too. Like, how how does that that songwriting process kind of look for you? Obviously, you kind of mentioned doing a lot of like uh, lyricism and, and kind of songwriting and, and the production end of it as well. Does it kind of end up becoming uh, like at what point does it end up kind of becoming collaborative, um, or is it a lot of kind of like you bringing ideas, doing a lot of production here? You know, we see the the home setup here mm-hmm. too. Um, Yeah, how how does that kind of look like? I'm I'm curious to know, especially especially being so far away from everyone too. Yeah,
2: like me, the thing about it if i if I didn't find people who were already playing music live in the in the scene, Mm. I probably would never be the musician I am today. True, because they brought me along. I'm I'm very much a books kind of person. Mm. i scribble in my journal like i fill up a journal like every two months like i fill up like 120 pages of drawings writing sometimes just words and like uh, as someone like mac demarco would say that's what songs are made of that's what Mm -hmm. hits are made of it's really true like you open up any one of my journals well i'll open them up throw it down look at something from like five years ago and be like there you go inspiration could be a word could be like you know sheath or it could be Something like, you know, like a recipe red or sauce, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like spaghetti and red sauce. That's what me and Adam <laughs> wanted to name the band originally. Oh, really? Every time we'd come over for a writing session, <clears throat> we'd always have spaghetti and red sauce. Amazing. Not right from the can. No, no, no name. Red sauce. Red sauce. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny how that happens. Yeah. yeah. And also pain true. Mm-hmm. Like one of my most favorite songs like that I ever wrote called handprint. It's like me and Adam wrote it together and I had written the song in my head on the way home from school. And I didn't even have anything written down yet. And I figured it out. And I called Adam I'm like, do you get over here? He's like, what? I'm like, I need you, help, I need you to help me harmonize and, and write the secondary part for this yeah. song. And he, he came over. Within 20 minutes, we took a take. And that's one thing about me is like, I'm very rushed when it comes to recording music. I hate doing multiple takes, mm-hmm. tracking, all that bullshit. I like live. Yeah. So doing my first studio cut album was a little difficult in that sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, do the clean takes, do the dirty takes, do the psychedelic takes, do your solo. Right. Like, Yo, we're literally a three piece band. Yeah. <laughs> What's with all these fucking we 10 guitars going on, you know? So with Adam and stuff, he could just pop up and throw it down with me. And like, you know, that's kind of where the inspiration comes from. It's just whatever's happening in your life or whatever, you know, is your internal conflict or conflict around you can just yeah, kind of inspire yeah. you. Of course
0: mad man um yeah i i love what you what you kind of what you said just like about sharing that music and those oral histories i, I actually just came from a work training and we were talking about oral oral histories and their significance but nice. also like how they like how they look like for different people right and yeah. something we were all thinking about is like um you know uh oral histories like aren't sometimes aren't actually like seen as like histories right like when we think about history um it can actually it, it, it like in a lot of ways uh as like this european concept is like uh kind of manipulative right because it's just like Definitely. oh we're, we're writing or like we're we're like it's we're. so
2: constructive yeah. like it's so by the books that's like, right literally you go to grade one you finish your grade 12 yeah the fuck does that even mean
0: right yeah yeah Yeah. exactly you know exactly and even just like thinking about like things being written down right is like all it takes is for for like you know i'm writing like nevek's history and be like nevek recorded five podcasts in his lifetime you know what i mean mm-hmm here we are pod legend over here you know the people wouldn't know it's if it was not, yeah, just, so quiet <laughs> if it was up to me huh? you know
1: jeez you're so quiet <laughs> this is quiet you're quiet as hell see i don't i have literally a lot in
2: sales how do you do it you never talk
1: yeah that's true how do you get right? your numbers That, that is
2: good. exactly see this is what the history books <laughs> are right nivek was
0: quiet you know nivek <laughs> didn't like to say much but <laughs> you want it. me to
1: talk damn it exactly <laughs> i'll talk exactly. i'll give him
0: something to hear <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want me that juice is that what you guys want <laughs> yeah, is
0: that what you want for me i nice give it to them all right see you know yeah. what i mean this is this is oral history right this is where this is this podcast right is like a means in which people can know the real you man the ups the downs the highs the lows um but no but i mean specifically i think even thinking about it in the in the indigenous context is like storytelling is like that's, it's it's preservation, right? It's not it's not even history at that point. It's like how people continue to live and, and exist like truly. The right? best storytellers are the ones that don't change anything. Yeah. You tell it how it is.
2: And always be a good time. We're yeah. You know, there's some fucking shitty stories out there.
0: Oh man, yeah, I can't imagine.
2: Like one of my favorites is a Wendigo story. <laughs> and like
0: that's why I have it on my chest.
2: And like that shit's real, man. Right. You know, down from the east coast, uh, you know, like upstate New York. The boreal forest, Ontario, Quebec, those plains regions, in in the forests, you know, all that land is the Wendigo spirit. Man, he, mm. he roams all over the place, yeah. and you gotta know how to avoid it. It could be very recognizable voice, it could mm. be your mom or your dad, but it's not. Yeah, you know, and like that story when I listened to it as a kid from my elders, like. Scared the shit out of me. Still scares the shit out of me. Weird. Don't get me wrong. It's that it's literally like the Blair Witch project. Yeah. Like that if there's any way to encompass what that movie is, even though it's so like corny and probably outdated now. Mm. I, mean, I think it aged pretty well, Blair Witch Project, but it's about it's about the unknown and the fear of the unknown. Yeah. You know, and that's what storytelling, you know, embodies a lot. It's not always Can a really good movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are some of your favorite
1: storytellers?
2: Favorite storytellers. Like if we're gonna be real, when I was a kid, 100% like Roald Dahl, Roald Dahl like um, Willy Wonka, what There's are some the other B- big BFG. ones that are did?
0: BFG, which is? The the, t- the Twits, the Twats. The, the Twats. Th- I can't remember <laughs> what they were called. The Twats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shit, I like that. The Twits movies. Yeah. I can't remember what they were called.
2: Yeah, and um, a few others. Like I, I I grew up on Stephen King too. I love Stephen yeah. King. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Harry Potter too. That was the it. That was Our Youth. Outsiders are An you amazing no, show. The outsider. Oh, you're watching the yeah, show. Yeah, I'm I'm like halfway through the first season. It.
3: Oh, right I gotta
2: catch up. I, my dad forgot the crave passwords <laughs> when I moved into this new <laughs> joint. I'm like, Yo, what's the username password? <laughs> He's like, Oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Yo, get that shit together, dude.
1: Wait, you pay twenty bucks a month? <laughs> for, for what? Play? With HBO?
2: With HBO? Yeah. I don't know. I just use my parents' bell shit. <laughs> oh, I pay for their Netflix bell. and Spotify, so it's a trade off. It's so a trade off. It was a trade off.
1: So there's a show called The Outsider. Right. It's, not, it's hardcore. I'm only finishing up... No, I'm on episode three. So he's in jail already. Yeah. Okay. And I'm assuming it's only... It's a one-season miniseries?
2: Um, I'm pretty sure season two has been announced. I oh, think... Oh, season two. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure if it's just going to be a miniseries. Just mm. from the vibes that I catch from it, I'm on like, episode four.
0: I feel like they're going to set it up for a sequel, but... They do that with every true. The I watched a trailer, so I'm I'm familiar with yeah. the oh, with okay. the theme. I know, and it's based off a Stephen King novel yeah. or a series. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, it's
2: it's a little fucked, right?
0: But like, you're kind of okay with it.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the protagonist isn't necessarily the one you're rooting for. That's right. That's right. From what
0: I understand, yeah. Um, like call it the antagonist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man. I have a, I have a <laughs> lot of shows to uh, to catch up on. Um, something. Something that you kind of mentioned, which I'm curious to know too, especially being back here, especially still being very um, invested and, and still spending a lot of time kind of uh, working on your music and, and listening to music. Um, given that, you know, you did grow up in, in the West End of the city or you, yeah, your high school years. from Etobicoke. Years, that's right. We're, we're in Etobicoke. Um, I'm kind of curious to know now being back here, um, I guess two-part question is like one um, – are you like, is like the music scene in like, even, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a Tobago. I can just kind of generally say Tehran or even like the mm. West End. Is it something that you, um, you kind of frequent or you, you know, you've, you've invested time and energy into, uh, and if so, you know, I'm kind of curious on, on what your perspective is, especially as someone who, who grew up here, took time, took time away. And then, and then came back. Um, yeah, that's something I'm, I'm very curious to know. Cause something you did mention was not feeling like you, um, you necessarily connect connected with people musically or artistically here as well. Right? That's a good question.
2: And like honestly, it's exactly like you said I I go out when I can. Mm-hmm. You know, the best way to get involved in a new scene is to just go out by yourself. Right. And put yourself out there. Right. It's the only way to do it. And I haven't really had the motive to do that yet. Hmm. I uh I know a lot of people who play music in the city played with a lot of great groups from around here that are amazing. Right on. Um, and I know a lot of groups who are friends with those groups that, you know, I could definitely easily get shows with. Mm. One, it's an issue of hassle of getting my band down here. They're lazy, yeah, sad sacks. Love course. you guys. But uh, <laughs> y'all some stoners, except right. Evan, he doesn't even smoke. And it's the so and it's the majority thing. Yeah, right? like yeah. Three of them are out there. Exactly. So I, I hustle up there all the time for shows because they live right there and stuff. But we have the ins here. It's just a matter of getting them down here. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, man. I it's like you said. I, I I am kind of having a bit of an identity crisis being back mm. in the city, especially musically. I uh, I see the kind of music and stuff that goes on around here, and uh, don't get me wrong, I vibe with it. It's all amazing, but from the regions that I grew up in musically, it's very you know counter kind of everything that I was mm. told or you know saw as being hip or cool in terms of music. Right. I feel like a lot of people here are just trying to drive towards that next step or like getting money to go on tour when Mm. as great as that is, I feel like that's not what it's about. Right. Sure. Getting your name out there and getting your music spread is definitely important, but I feel like a lot of people tend to forget that music itself is, is, is an individual thing or a group thing. If you're writing your music with Mm -hmm. your counterparts in your band and I just, you know, to take time and sit down and like acknowledge that and, you know, sure. Live poor and ride hard and play strong. Definitely a mindset, but also you don't want to be sleeping on a floor every night. You don't want to be, you know, drunk ass every night, like wishing that you're at your parents' house, sleeping in a comfy bed. Like that was one of the things is a separation from, you know, childhood or living that sort of lifestyle to, getting a bit of a better job try to save try to do something because life is still short it's Mm -hmm. but also we're young you know i'm only 24 years old and like coming from peterborough to come here to make money my whole reasoning for coming back to the city was to save up cash so that i could choose to do something that i wanted to with it and most likely it's going to be something to do with music because i'm not done with it right never done with it might be on momentary pause right but a band doesn't have to break up if it's a your tight homies. That's right. And that's what we've all acknowledged in my band, which I love yeah, yeah, yeah. about you boys, if you're listening, um, is that you guys have really good hearts and that they you know, they understand where I'm at and it mm-hmm. doesn't really make sense to them and it doesn't really make sense to me.
3: <laughs> but for sure.
2: it's a it's a route that I'm taking for the benefit of my future because I don't wanna live in the city. Yeah. I don't like it here. Right. It's too congested, it's too close. Everyone coughs, everyone sneezes everywhere. <laughs> You know, so like to live out in the trees again would be great. Yeah, and man. like, I don't know, I just playing in the city just doesn't really appeal to me. Hmm. It just doesn't. Yeah, fair enough. I just feel like the people aren't as real and they don't really care as much. And, you know, shout out to the people who do because <laughs> I'm, 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 you know, I'm definitely like it's my own opinion. But right. there it, it's just a, it's just the
0: energies thing.
3: It's really yeah, just an energy thing, enough. and that's hard to explain.
0: No, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think uh, I think you're Good articulated it really well. Yeah, because it, it is always, I mean, I'm always fascinated to kind of know, uh, especially when you do, when you spend time in, in different places, or, or more importantly, like, come back to a place. As you kind of mentioned, feeling mm-hmm. a lot differently about yourself. Feeling the theme lot, of home. Yeah. Right? right? What is home? That's right, because you kind of, sometimes there's that conflict of, like, I, I feel like I should feel connected to this or i feel like i should be motivated and energized and encouraged yeah. by this place that i spent so much time in but um you know as a result of like you know understanding more about yourself things will start to become more clear right there's a good chance you'll either feel more connected or, or maybe even maybe distant from it as a result of just sometimes you got to separate yourself from things that you love to kind of understand them word yeah
1: oh that's unpack this.
0: yeah remember what dmx said what he said. Do you remember what DMX said? The classic like, oh, uh, its I don't even know if he actually said it, but it's like, it's always said <laughs> as like DMX is the one who said it. He's like, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, then you know it was right. But if it doesn't, then you know it never was. Yo, get was. the fuck out of here. My mom no. told me about can, my ass no. girlfriend, dude. She straight up said that exact same that thing. It was DMX, bro. <laughs> no, don't. Yo,
2: long long my mom
1: bit. listens to DMX? mom bit, bit DMX. Yo, <laughs> shit. <was> a Biter, <laughs> bro. Call <so>. that Mama Lindley. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Wow. Jason okay. Boat. No, man. say weird. Um, bit, that's the episode of this. That's the <laughs> title of that's this it, episode. Yeah, that's my it. mom bit DMX. What's the thumbnail <laughs> looking like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom ripped off DMX. Oh my god, but so funny. I
2: have
1: to say something. I don't believe that. That statement. Talk, talk, talk to us about it. I don't fully believe it. Okay. No, I believe it to a degree. Damn. I'm packing, man. Please. Just because, it. like, why do you have to let it go? Like, what's the point of? Why can't you just love something and have it be there?
2: Wait, is, you know, is, that not is that rhetorical? Or no. Know? Okay. 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 It's not a material item. You don't own it. That is true. It's living or breathing. You'll never own it.
1: That oh, which I 100 percent stand by. Like I am, I'm against marriage. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> marriage, bro. I don't ever want to own somebody. <coughs> I don't ever want to have that feeling of ownage. The only benefit is just financial Ownership, That's I mean. Right.
2: <laughs> but if they fucking leave you, you're done.
1: But I, I don't mean like oh, I want them true. here because they're mine. I I want to be around them, right? I love them right I don't want to let them go right but if it's like a like a a growth opportunity yeah you got to let them go right 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 but I mean if they're just bored and they're just going somewhere else then (laughs) I don't want them to go so on that
0: so yeah I think I think in in, correct me if I'm wrong but I guess the, the way I interpret it right is it's this idea that um simply put it's this idea that like loving you know this like quote unquote this idea of genuinely like loving or caring for something is like understanding that their growth process or they're just like their life is is independent to yours and what you sh- – and I, I keep speaking about it as if it's a person but it could be anything um is that it's like your your relationship is the kind of like enjoyment uh and like the shared the yeah. shared element right is that like you? are like good and you feel like healed with like your you feel good with yourself Word. and what you have to to sh- what you have to share you know with others with uh, another thing another person people um is like that's what you kind of you connect with with an, with another person yeah. and as a result you know you and or that other person have like every reason and like every opportunity and every circumstance you know you're kind of like you're just as like likely to to experience and as a result like need to like take space or need to to like move on elsewhere right you have to yeah you
2: gotta give yourself room to grow
0: yeah and and as a result like the like the likelihood and the possibility of like needing to needing to again in the context of like romantic relationships or platonic friendships or platonic relationships mm-hmm. it's like yeah you might need to like to leave this person you might need to like go to Peterborough, you might need to like, you might need to like fly to another country. As you said, as you kind of said, growth opportunities, right? right? Um, But sometimes a growth, like these quote unquote opportunities can also mean like taking time to heal, taking time to understand oneself. And as a result, like needing to take space, right? Because oftentimes Mm -hmm. like in those growth processes, um, while it's certainly not impossible to still share time and space with someone, it can be difficult, right? Because Mm -hmm. at that point, when you think about sharing, like when it comes to like our energies or when it comes to what we have to give and like I'm hypocrite number one for for talking like I've got this all sorted (laughs) out but like we there is a a, 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 like a a fixed amount that we have to keep to preserve ourselves right and what we share is, is what we can is what we can share without hindering ourselves right so when thinking about someone going through a growth process like that involves vulnerability that involves like breaking down that involves like Having a conversation with a with a, a log, you know what I mean? It involves these moments <laughs> where like way <laughs> too much acid. <laughs> that's right. Where at that point it's like yeah, oh, do drugs shit, you know, like as much as I want to share with you, you know, as much as like deep down I know that like I want to share time, energy, like space with this person, like I I'm not even able to provide enough for myself at this time, you know? Same oh way. yeah. Do you yeah. see what I mean? A vibe. And that's and that's where it becomes like difficult where like, you know, if if you know, your care, your understanding or your respect for someone is like is is deep and it's full, you know, you're able to kind of understand. And and that doesn't mean you, you're like, you're not allowed to be disappointed or feel upset or heartbroken or sad about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. It's probably a better sign that you feel those ways because you realize that, you know, a, a person or a thing or a community meant something to you. And that you kind of understand the, you know, the space that you got to take from it. Yeah. Um, this is, this is yeah. me unpacking DMX, you know, <laughs> as best I can. DMX. Man. <laughs> Yo, man.
2: A lot of moms <laughs> been stealing that line. <laughs> i telling you right mom's now. Been by moms been Moms biting DMX. <laughs>
1: They've been biting X. Can I also say real quick, oh, sure. you know, our, um, well, oh, the new Weekend album, he released the cover and it's, it's him all bloody, right? Right. That's how you know it's going to be absolutely better than Thriller. Oh, yeah? because Wait, like, like, Hilo, like Michael Jackson thriller? Yeah, because that's yeah. how you know it's going to be a certified classic. DMX, all bloody on the cover, certified. <laughs> <classic>. Wow, <laughs> you know, he's not wrong. He's
2: not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. You're not wrong. <laughs> not many
1: people did it for a reason, because they didn't have that fire.
2: True. I'm trying, I'm trying to, to think some in. of the albums that come to my mind with people who are bloody on the front, and they're some of the most fire albums of the world, too.
0: I can't think of any right now. You guys listen to like Norwegian death metal,
2: uh, black I, metal.
0: Unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't no. get into the Norwegian death metal. I There's got into a little called bit of death. Mayhem.
2: They're okay. back from like the late '80s, early '90s. Okay, and their lead singer of the band, his name was Death. Oh, shit. Straight okay. up. Keep it simple. And, like, he, he <laughs> used to, keep it simple. He used to bury his clothes outside in the dirt oh. and put them on before shows because like Damn. that's where he felt most at peace. And like he Damn. would huff bags with dead animals in them to get the smell before a show. Holy cow. Anyways, long story short, he ended up blowing his face off in their house in like the middle of nowhere where oh they would practice. So their lead guitarist at the time went and found their lead singer death. The body. Oh and my was gosh. like absolutely stoked about it. Uh, took a picture of Holy shit. his lead singer with his head all blown off everywhere and really? uh, used it as their album cover. Jesus Christ. Are you not serious? before taking pieces of the skull of that lead singer death and oh making necklaces for the rest of the band.
3: Really? Swear to God, look up the What's fucking the album. It's called
2: album? Mayhem. Just look up Mayhem's first album cover. I can't even, I can't even look at that. i got to come clean. Oh, yeah. The I'm first thing that pops up is album cover. Just so. throw it down. <laughs> so just hit it. Just do it. <laughs> Are what the fuck? Here we come!
1: Oh, this is it Dawn of the Black Hearts.
2: Yes, click images, you'll see it. <laughs> it's because no images <laughs> are coming. Fuck, just <laughs> click fucking images, you'll see it. There it is. That's the album cover right there, and it's fucking fire. Holy! Wait, god. is this the actual photo? Or that's this the, is just that's the actual photo? It's been edited a bit, like to have filters on it. Oh my god! But that's the actual
0: album cover, and it's the real photo. Damn! I don't know how you're staying so calm right now. I would, I would definitely not be able to. Oh, because that's what right he, honestly, no, 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 no. Oh, as dark as it is. Um, Macaulay
2: Culkin's little brother who looks just like him he's an amazing actor actually played the right? lead, <laughs> yeah he played the lead guitarist for the band in the movie that just came out last two years ago oh um, a movie damn yeah and he plays the lead guitarist who goes and takes that picture Whoa. for the
0: actual um, yeah it's a great uh, movie If it's called Lords damn. of Darkness okay I gotta watch I gotta that. that it's I a that. wicked damn. good movie he's a great he's a very good actor It's amazing Succession is a show that i, that I watch start to finish of, of what they put out the first two seasons. Yeah, but to get,
2: get back to it, Naveek, you're definitely right. People who are all bloody on the front cover, definitely fire album.
0: them. Bloods, <laughs> wet, and tears into that shit.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to find them, but it just comes up as goriest ones, you know? Ooh. It's gory, so <laughs> ones gory, and that gory. It yeah. doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be Yeah, fine. fair yeah. enough. Fair um, enough. Also, real quick, to all the people getting engaged on Instagram, I don't like it. Wait,
0: what? <laughs> what a transition.
3: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about... Um, leaving and loving and then right right i have me thinking about a lot of people getting married right mm. some people are getting ri- married to the wrong people and they're g- at a young
0: age psa talk 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 to them psa psa that. from the vague.
1: really take your time with this all right i know you guys really want to i don't know you f- we all you know put it up on a pedestal marriage so many people dating idiots out e- there right now
2: <laughs> you know idiots. who you are I'm looking at you idiots who are dating the dumbest people Talking ever <laughs> through yeah the,
0: through the year waves
1: and I see it and it just disappoints me yep. just because like I shed you tears. shouldn't be doing this I no. know you shouldn't be doing this it's literally this. bad for your health <laughs> and you might be c- and you might not end up breaking up with this person but you want to but you keep it in and you ho- okay, hold in it for years and years and then one day it might pop That's emotional abuse yeah exactly.
0: put that down that's right fear of expression oh yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's like that's like you're hurting yourself in the process you are,
3: of
2: doing man. that as straight well. straight up that's what I said you're hurting yourself yeah and that, that sucks it
0: sucks yeah don't do that. Don't do that. You know, don't do that. Talk, talk to your, talk your feelings out. If you talk got, fr- if talk to your peers. You know, seek a therapist. There's lots of great online therapies. Listen, you know, we still got. It. Let us know if if you're looking for some, on a real note, if you're looking for some mental health support within the GTA. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but we're happy to mention it again. Our good friend Jenney, uh, for her master's thesis, uh, or for her master's project, she and, uh, and a few other teammates put together this extensive like PDF and Word document. Of all the all the different mental health support services within like toronto Amazing. within the gta that's um, great. that are like culturally uh you know inclusive as well the print that open uh, on the wall. yeah if you if if anyone's out there who who you know feels like they could they could use those support services dm the baker I, dm the, the high top flip-flop oh, uh the instagram page and we'll happily send you that that google drive or that google drive link because we're because we're always happy to to share that and that's Mad important. Hit that hit the drop. It deserves
3: Tor, Tor,
0: Bomb drop as well. Hell yeah. Um, That's some real talk. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's super, super important to do. Um something that I, I think uh, you know, I'm 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 hopeful to to share around as well. Um, and this is uh this is a cheeky transition as well, is something that I very recently stumbled upon um was a very similar kind of Google Drive. Uh, like link with a with a bunch of different information, um, but this one pertaining to um, different m- different ways of supporting um, the land defenders in, in what's mm. currently, um, based on your your capacity. Um, so um, I guess like the very 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 I guess to anyone maybe outside of Canada listening, maybe even within Canada who who aren't, aren't familiar with what's kind of going on, um, you know for over six, seven months now. Right. I mean, through like the, the the history in which this, you know, this 300, 300 years. Exactly. I was about to say this, this con- this quote unquote country has, has existed for, um, you know, we're seeing un- yet another case of uh, no consent, uh, just like a continuation of this kind of like genocide um, against indigenous people, this time specifically on the West Coast uh, in British Columbia. Um, and this time it's a Canadian government trying to, um pushed their the pipeline plans through land which they have not been given consent to to work through um they've worked you know they've had conversations supposedly had these conversations um with hereditary they like, call it a conversation that's right a conversation exactly it's just one fuck? way it's just a one-way conversation exactly um <laughs> uh, it's like a com- yeah yeah um and uh you know alternate routes were like uh were agreed upon um by these indigenous leaders to be like listen like we understand that you guys are a fucking freight train. We're going to talk to you about these these alternate routes that aren't going to fuck up everything that we've kind of worked to preserve uh, through all through the, through the everything that you put us through. Um, and the government has still decided to be like, oh yeah, fuck your alternative routes. We're going to plow through this the exact opposite way to which and which you suggested. Um, so over the course of, I would say the past two odd months or so um land defenders allies people across the country essentially um i think it's heightened really within the past month i guess the month of february um have 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 that's
2: when it got like most of it yeah have, have showed up yeah like social media like took a hold of what was going on that's
0: right and they kind of like shit out a brick of like a bunch of different news sources yeah that, like, yeah yeah can't really trust any of them right. um so yeah i I'm, I'm very fortunate to have had this kind of like this really really informative um, kind of Google document that kind of shared all these different things, you know, based on like, again, based on your capacity. If, mm-hmm. if you're able, fi- if you're financially in a position to, to kind of support um, some of the people on the ground, um, you know, they had a bunch they have a bunch of links outlined. Uh, if you maybe if you have the capacity to to show up at some of the solidarity rallies that are happening in the city or, or different parts yeah. of the country. Right. You know, um it's got the links and the dates for those. If you're if you have if you're missing and murdered had a really good one the other yeah, day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, th- over over the
2: weekend. Yeah, it was um, dope. My sister was there. I was right supposed on. to go, but I was at work. She hollered at me halfway through the day. She's like, "Kelly, come down. I'm
0: like, dude. I'm so busy, right? And think about like the, those, sorry. the challenges. There the man's too, got me right? locked down. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. It's I'm like, like yo, jeez. It's something that's like uh, it speaks very deeply to you, right? But as a result of like how compromising that can be for so, for so compromising in you know different employment situations, it's challenging. Um, but yeah, for anyone for anyone listening, uh, if again if you're if you're interested in kind of taking a look at that Google document, um, very very happy to to share that. Uh, again, we can do that through Instagram. Um, please DM us please let us know if you're watching this on YouTube let us know in the comments we'll Knowledge keep an eye genres. out um, and we'll we'll make sure to spread that as well because it is very important you know and yeah. I think um, you know I think particularly for for and I is like while we do come from immigrant backgrounds we're, we're still we're still settlers at the end of the day right we're still we're still mm, living on land that uh, we got permission to live by from from people that stole it right
2: um, it's, uh, it's another very interesting dynamic that yeah. I was talking to my sister about the other day where you have such a vast population of melting pot of people now that mm. you know it's like the 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 realest thing to all of this and that what breaks you know that cycle of you know colonial colonialisms mm. is acknowledgement and like y- you've done that, and you guys acknowledge it and like i I just sometimes get upset to think that there's so many people when I'm riding the subway that don't know what's going on right. and, like, don't understand. Right. And it's 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 more sad because it's, like, there's so much history and culture that mm. embeds and surrounds this new place where you're living. Right. And you have all of the capacity to go out there and figure out and learn about it. That's right. But people choose not to. Yeah. Which I can understand because it can be traumatizing because at the end of the day, every culture around the world has experienced it in one way or another. Mm. I mean, at one point or another, majority of places in this world experienced some sort of crazy white wave
3: mm-hmm. that,
2: like, came down mm. like a motherfucking hawk yeah. in, like, the worst sense.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Had to wear a Union Jack. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. That white wave really
1: took over the uh, now white world. <laughs> That's
0: why th- it's why we so live in this in this white world yeah i say I'm it.
2: thank god for vegas though
0: best <laughs> best, <laughs> best place I've ever. Been. <laughs> yeah transition <laughs> truly though we're gonna go into a transition transition you guys shared an, a very special experience recently it was work-based but the two of you ended up in vegas was it for work-based? work which i think is like kind of yeah. funny but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> break it down for us why'd you why'd you go down to vegas what was that like for you what are your observations experiences well, thoughts, I went.
1: I personally went to Vegas to enrich my sales career. I did so to learn various <laughs> skills that I could apply in my everyday life and environment, thoroughly making everybody else around me and everybody else better. Psych. <laughs> what do you think? I got licked up and I got spicked up. What is that? I don't even know. I got lipped and I got dipped, and I was in there in Vegas like I was. They and I was been. from Vegas. That's all oh I can say.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you even know half of what you just <laughs> said? <laughs> Someone pull up a Urban Dictionary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so maybe, Kellen, I'll ask you, What? How, how did you get licked up and dipped up while you were out in Vegas? who well um uh, okay so okay well we don't have to talk about the work part whatever you went down there for some training we went down there for some little fucking, bit, some yeah, products little bit product motivation uh, motivational okay, energy that's what I
2: bullshit <laughs> so on the know? time that you weren't
0: in those in those sessions were you guys chilling together what'd you guys Yo, we went do? hard so
2: we uh <laughs> yeah. we went hard i mean i went hard i don't know about you but <laughs> yeah. i went fucking hard when i was there okay yeah okay
1: yeah. well I guess let's talk about how we got there. You guys went on your flight to Chicago? That's Dallas, baby. Dallas? We went to Dallas. Oh, Texas. Dallas. I went alone to Minneapolis. They made
3: him go to fucking yeah. Detroit by himself. Oh,
1: I went to Detroit first. Poor motherfucker. I'm like, yo, Detroit, what, what up, Royce? are playing it So Cold in the D
2: all week. What up, oh. Marshall? It's So Cold I was trying to hit up Royce when D. I was in the D. Royce to Five Knuckles. So cool. Yo, shit. It's cold in the D. <laughs> yo, it is cold in the D. That <laughs> eight mile. It's, it's that's no right. joke. That's Shout, right. out <laughs> Shout out <Yeah>. Eminem. Shout out Eminem. First comeback.
1: Well... That's debatable. And <laughs> well but Master okay. Debatable. We, we can we can continue with uh, our experiences there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um so <laughs> basically yeah, there was, comf- there was basically a conference there where yeah. people were talking on stage and we we're supposed to listen and stuff like that. <laughs> totally. A lot of us didn't go totally listened. Um totally went
3: to every um, single thing. D- d-
1: uh, some wild stuff did happen there. <laughs> yes. Uh Vegas, the town of adultery, let me tell you. Yo. People love to be an adult in Vegas. Whoa. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The thing is, I was so faithful in Vegas, though. I didn't even have a girl to be faithful
0: to, but I was so faithful. Whoa.
3: Uh, (laughs) Honey, honey, we're going to find you a girl. For
0: those who are listening, uh, DeVex just raised his eyebrows (laughs) at the camera. I want to say before
1: we get into this, Las Vegas, you know, it seems like it's supposed to be the uh, Heartless video. The, the Kanye
0: weekend, one. Oh, by the way, okay, 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 which
1: takes place on the strip. It's right.
0: Been a minute right. since I seen that
2: one.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, not too long ago there, and you know you have the set lifestyle in there, but really, it's it is a lot. You're seeing a lot, but it's not that wild. Like
2: you, it's really yeah. Not. It's as wild as you make it.
1: It is. They gave us our own rooms, and it was so nice to have this large room to me hmm. myself and have such a nice bathroom
2: as well. You'd have like a nine sum in there. Maybe. You're not a ten some. Like a nah, solid nine and a half sum. Nine and
1: a half some? Yeah. You've been, oh, you've, <laughs> this guy
2: many nine sums, right?
1: 100%. You many made it for one, sons. one time, right? Hmm? Huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. Say, what? I'm not going to lie. I was, I love being naked in that bathroom. <laughs> you love so vacant. big in the mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I like that one. That's interesting. <laughs> interesting take. Um, And big ass mirror, you know, all goldy and all. You can look that. at every hole in your body. That's a fact. From any angle. Um, we did get yatted
0: out in Vegas. <laughs> That's <all> right. Can <laughs> you tell them uh, what a yat is? Can you tell anyone who's listening what a yat is?
1: A yat or a, y- used to be used in a sentence, I got yatted. <laughs> um, it's mainly, uh, yatted, means yeah. you got tattooed. You got tattooed. a tattoo. You got
0: a
2: tattoo. It's <laughs> so
3: <Sorry, sorry. laughs>
1: So, Kellen um, got uh, a symbol on his asshole.
2: Not on oh. my asshole. Oh. You know how bad that would be for healing? I would like strep throat oh for like Lanta. three weeks straight. Oh, sorry. It's like streptococcus virus constantly. Just like get like Dash. crazy diseases. Holy cow. No, nah, but it was on my butt. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We'll do a trigger warning right now for anybody. I'm going to show my butt cheek on okay. the camera.
1: Yeah, I'll throw up the pick because we're going to do that a little later for another pick. So we'll throw this pick up. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We'll throw the pick up. Fire. And <laughs> I got a fresh one that <laughs> took me like the morning after. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It was nice. Amazing. Just walked into the room and was like, Ryan.
0: Take a picture of my ass. He's like, all right. Where's your camera? This is this someone you work with? Yeah. it's. Oh, my wow. Buddy Amazing. <laughs>
1: well, actually, everybody knows him. <laughs> yeah, but that <laughs> is but shout out to him. He's shout, shout out, out to there. the boy. Mr. And, Hot and, Sauce.
0: And then what'd you get? What'd you get tattooed? I got a
1: butterfly tatted. Phenomenal. On my it's right breast. breast.
0: <laughs> On your right breast. chest. Your right breast. His right.
2: Left, his left, my left breast. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So oh. this is this, this is what I asked Nick. I said I want to see it, and he told me I'm only ever going to see it if I go to the beach with him. Oh, <laughs> oh. good so, thing we're sure right at now? the beach. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're about to oh shit oh, oh shit. he's getting it he's For getting listening. there's multiple tattoos that one that i've <laughs> not even seen before, but <laughs> hey that, yeah t- we got we got a we got a butterfly in the chest the, the people on okay. the camera might not see it you know to make just showed them all this guy's got Ooh, thug God, life I'm tattooed I across i love his it bro torso. i
1: want
2: a tummy tat next that's <laughs> Holy. a good one thug life. Um. i
1: got thug life i got high top <laughs> flip-flops on my on the side of my ribs you over here hell, you do. hell yeah um i love getting tattooed because <laughs> me too it's so painful. It feels like you're getting stabbed 42 times, Whoa. but you're still alive. I
2: have to keep reminding this guy to breathe. Oh shit. I like got my tattoo done and I saw him in his chair. He's like, <laughs> like just inhaling. Yeah, I was like, <sighs> I'm like, bro, breathe. 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 Yeah. Damn, man. Wow. Yeah. It God. was that That's or rough. go out to dinner with our upper. Pass. And we were like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm gonna go get tattoos. Hard pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, wait, what? I'm like, yes, yeah, 24 hour tattoo places here. Our own time, our own money. We yeah. were on our work hours at that point. Yeah, phenomenal. So what did we do? We got yeah, you got yeah, Yeah, <laughs> yeah Like, do yeah. you want the screen while we tattoo your butt? I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. While we tattoo your butt. Fuck no. I want. And it was like pure glass tattoo building. Oh, wow. Like, just straight glass. Like, there's no pure. walls. Just glass. Oh, oh yeah, great. I didn't take that in yet. You can see, see right it. through yeah. everything. Wow. The whole time, my butthole was out. Mm-hmm. It was great. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it was great. Wow.
0: I mean, it sounds like a a bonding experience for the two of you.
2: It was. I wish it was close enough we could all hold hands. So. <laughs> yeah. She gave me her titty squeezer instead. Oh. This oh, wow. tattoo artist. Right, right, right. She had like this little boobie.
0: Oh, fair enough. Yeah, She's
2: just like, here, you can have. it. It's not a, a real breast. It's a toy. I got you. Yeah, I got you. She like, she's I like, here, she's like just, here, hold just, my boobie. I did. I And got I was you. like, oh, okay. okay. And then she gave me the fake one, and I was like, oh, shit. Okay. It's like that. Wow. Wow, a lot of talk about women's
1: body parts, but not about
2: women. I'm that that sick of that, feel? and how we should address women. Yeah, we really should.
1: As well, yeah. And all I gotta say to women is, um, keep doing your thing. You guys are doing good so far. Um, so far. Yeah. <laughs> so, so far. Cause, <laughs> so far. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you bro? know, like we don't I'm know so how to Those push. people. We don't know how
2: it's gonna end out, you know. Vex got a Don like, cherry in there somewhere.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, I was about to
3: say, I was like, <laughs> oh, you know, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna le- let I'm gonna let take this walk here, man. Jesus, take <laughs> the
0: wheel. I um, here, you please speak your speak your truth. No, man.
1: I love all the queens out there. Mm-hmm. Hell I'm queens. in love with all the queens out there. Oh yeah, and I have nothing against them. I have good experiences with them on a daily basis. Yeah, the, uh,
2: the ghosts in my fucking Tinder. Right.
1: Are we going there? Got no you love. wanna take it there?
2: Got no love no love for them.
1: Mm, can can I say this o- as well? Go for uh, it. Uh women, ladies, if I'm uh, out with you and then a guy pops out of the bush and tries to rob us, I'm running. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I went I did track in high school. All right, hope you did too. Only running only running to make every day track.
0: Hope you did too. So sorry.
1: I'm running immediately.
0: <laughs> I'm just apologizing Peace. for all of you in advance. Um <laughs> I'm not gonna say like I know what I would do in that situation, but I don't think I've never been in that situation. I've never been in that situation. You've never, you guys, no,
2: no, I've actually not yet. Damn, yo, I
0: had a gun put to
2: my head when I was in high school. Oh my god, really? Yeah, and I got chased down by a Chevy Suburban at like three o'clock in the morning over in Mimico in the Lakeshore through a park with my buddy. We had to hop through backyards to get away from it. He was like peeling through fences and shit. Why was he tearing at the backyard? No idea, man. Uh, Apparently, the car was stolen. That's what the cops ended up telling us when they found it. They found it all trashed and shit. But these guys, we were like, we were smoking some hash, like three o'clock in the morning. We had just been f- finished working on an amp. It was after my first year of university. And <coughs> We were down at my buddy's old place in, uh, in the lakeshore, and it gets pretty, it gets pretty, uh, pretty righteous down there, not in a good way. And uh, we were at his old middle school, just chilling, taking in the sky. It was a nice summer night, and then uh, we were throwing around the football, just having a good time. And then this big ass white Chevy Suburban, like fucking eight cylinder, like turbo powered engine. Joe peels through these construction fences, just buckles right through them. And we look at each other and we're like, fucking run. And we start peeling out, peeling out. I actually wrote a story about this when I was in school. Um, So I have it written down, which is nice to have. But we we bailed out. We started running, 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 running. Uh, My buddy and his little brother split left. I split right. Ended up cornering myself, like climbed the fence to the skating rink that was there, popped over the fence. It was like a 12-foot tall fence. Luckily, I was able to fucking adrenaline myself through it. But, yeah, man, like, that shit's crazy. Like, getting robbed, like, went to rescue my prom date in grade 12. She was passed out on the bleachers over at Richview. And, like, next thing you know, like, five guys in a si- in this fucking Civic peel up. And I'm like, ah, shit. Whoa, that's scary. And it's really? always the worst when it's a crazy white guy who runs the gang. Right. I don't know if you guys know, but, like, that's the worst. Wow.
1: And they pressed you while she was, like, oh, like
2: dude, a- I was like, leave her alone. What do you want? They're like, i just like, here, take my smokes. They took my backpack, and I realized I had my wallet in it. Oh, and I have my sin card in it It takes six months to replace I need to work that summer For university Damn. So I was like Stay here She wasn't going anywhere She was passed the fuck out She was trying to drink water But I falling falling asleep All this was going down They left her be They started walking back To their car And I was like Stay She didn't move So I walked back down I was like Yo Yo Do you think I could get My wallet back They're like Yo This motherfucker's crazy This motherfucker's crazy so the white guy comes up and he's like pressing me hard. He's like you want to fucking die tonight? And I'm like, "Nah, actually I just need my SIM card." Like, you can have my backpack. Just need my SIM card. He's like, "Oh." And I'm like, "Oh, by the way, you're being recorded because like I go to school here, so they're going to see your car." And like, yeah, I just want to let you know just before like cops come. Just looking out. They're like, "Oh shit. Where's your wallet?" So I take my wallet out.
3: <laughs> and they start uh, <laughs> going through the cards. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah.
2: Meanwhile, this fucking really tall guy has this pistol put right up against my forehead and I'm like cold steel, just like, God damn. And one of those other buddies is like, Yo, this guy's cool as hell. Yo, this guy's hardcore as fuck coming up to us. He should roll with us. Meanwhile, I'm like, yo damn. Bro. What the hell? T- so fucking cool right now. Holy shit this guy got, got in my head and they think I'm fucking badass. Holy shit. Get my shit back from these motherfuckers. Oh. And uh, he's like, I can't find it. And he threw my whole wallet on the fucking grass. And then they peeled away with my backpack, which had, like, two old Milwaukee's in it and, like, my cell phone charger. So oh, I was I like, say. fuck <laughs> it. I got my whole wallet back, even, like, 40 bucks. I was in there, too. Wow. And all my ID cards. And I went and collected... Th- not name, dropped. Went and collected S. And we walked back to the party. And then I uh, had to call the cops because I uh, got a recognition of what their car looked like. That's never... Cool. Yeah, yeah. They never fucking caught them motherfuckers, but... Uh, yeah, fuck you I hope you have a good time With that backpack I love that backpack You assholes
0: Bastards That's know,
2: uh, insane Getting jumped And shit like that Is no joke though It's scary bro Yeah I, It's it's weird to think How you react I never thought I would react it In the ways that I did It is fight or flight And like sometimes Negotiate comes into play Wow mm-hmm. You just get Probably a little bit Of liquid energy From the alcohol But like Could have died That night easily
1: Yeah, I have friends Who have experienced it Years ago That still Feel the trauma From it Seeing mm-hmm. a ha- gun, you, bro It haunts you face you for, like, your electronics is kind of a terrible experience. Wild yeah. experience, you know?
0: My God. Jeez. I can't imagine. Damn. Let's uh, bring
1: it back to Vegas. All in all, you know, um, I did, you know, we went to the gala. I did get very litty-too-titty early. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I said some wild stuff, actually, near my <laughs> vice president. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know about this. Same I word.
1: said, <laughs> F that guy... You're serious. Yeah. Oh, I did shit. say a bunch of stuff.
0: You said, oh, you know, about him, the man that you're me? staying beside him.
1: No, no, a guy on stage. Oh, shit. Okay, and then okay, the okay, vice guy. president there <laughs> behind me. Oh, I see. <laughs> and you know what? We shouldn't tell anybody about this podcast because I don't want anyone from work. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're to not. It. Don't worry. It's, it's
2: strictly strictly between us. Don't be <laughs> dog.
1: Yeah, because also some other things happen. Like, I I <laughs> things happened happening with the manager because I wasn't very present, but it was because I needed to work on my mental health. What were you drinking? Um, At the, uh, Absol- the gala? Yeah. I had what was three, your choice? Three rum and Cokes. Oh, you're um, drinking
2: rum. I drank three Shit. rum and Cokes. The first night I was there was strictly gin.
1: Oh, in Vegas in general? Yeah. I mean, I I tried to get around with the, you know, the beers. And the
0: I went into my Cokes. last night to have the Cronenbergs.
1: No, I and um, I was trying to get Miller High Life. Miller High Life mm. is this new beverage. Disgusting. It's new. What? It's
0: amazing. Ugh. Do you like high
1: Life? beers? Yeah, I love it. Ugh, God. I went through a
2: phase when I was eating and I was drinking Miller, and it was like, ugh, just my own taste buds. So. <laughs> wow. I was a pilsner dude. I'm an old style pilsner, Molson pilsner, baby. Oh. Uh, Most <laughs> well, beautiful can in the world.
1: That's what you like, eh? Pilsner.
2: Yeah. When I when I was allowed to drink beer, that's that was my, that was my king ale. Wow. Okay. This is beer talk. With the <laughs> beer boys, talk. Oh, beer talk god.
1: with the boys. New segment. Oh god, um, <laughs> that will never happen again. Only on this episode. Okay, less, um, less hops, more bops. <laughs> yeah. Up? So Vegas is definitely different experience going with your work people than with your obviously close friends. Because mm-hmm. with your close friends, it's a smooth time. With work people, it can go wherever. For you sure. Know, it can get sticky. It can get icky. It can get real. It can get steel. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no lie in um, bro. Like,
2: you couldn't have said it any better.
1: And I don't want to get too deep into it because I, I don't want to talk about people's lives and things like that. No, no,
2: no. Kellen wants to hear it. But uh, oh, I was there. I, I, w- I know exactly what he's talking about, though. We didn't even say nothing.
1: But I had an all right time, all in all. um, And
2: it was a fucking blast. Don't undersell it.
1: Yeah, I had a good time. Even on the flights there, I just man, my flight back is kind of my soup it up, but my flight back, black, back. So I hit Minneapolis at eight o'clock. The flight to Toronto departs at eight ten. Damn. Right. So I I asked the person because there's no um, number on my ticket for where it is located. Yeah,
2: so what I, the Jesus. fuck was with that? Mine was like that too. When to we know. got to fucking Chicago.
1: So I had to go up to a, a person at the other uh, flight, like a flight attendant, Help. And be like, "Oh, where is this?" And she's Help. like, "It's." The plane departs in ten minutes. On the other side, the um, you airport, better run. You have to run so fast, and I sprint there, and then it's um, delayed by an hour. No, it's fine actually.
2: To say you got your steps in, boy. Whoa. I
1: go up to my seat. Right, I'm not even kidding. There's beans on my You're seat. You're fucking joking. <laughs> I you telling me about what kind this. of beans? And I was so angry <laughs> at beans? the time. At the time, Kenny beans. You know, White they're beans? so small. Black the, beans? Beans? the beans are very small beans. <laughs> what? But like, they're everywhere <laughs> and on the ground as well. Right. And I'm like, what is going on? Is this a joke? do people know that I love secretly love beans? And <laughs> they want to find it is beans, right? Yo. And so I go up to a flight attendant. I'm like, there's beans on my seat. She's like, huh? Huh? Uh, there are beans on my seat. Because I'm gonna be honest. Normally, I'm very nice to flight attendants and um, these people. But since I sprinted and stuff like that, and then I saw beans on the seat, I was kind of a little angry. She's like, huh? I don't get it. And I'm like, can I get some tissues, please? And I grab it. And then I go up to my seat, and then I go, I see the guy sitting next to me. He's like, yeah, man, I just saw it. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey? like he causing, didn't do it. He didn't do it. He just saw it. So I pick off the beans, and then I move yeah. them, and then I just put my headphones in, turn on that Aston Martin music. <laughs> Yo. <Yeah. laughs> I just yeah. go. Um, no, the the new, brand, the new brand Fires did drop that day, so that was at least nice, good. Nice, nice. Um, Damn,
0: I that's messed up. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What kind of beans? Is I don't know. Have no idea. But also, like you read, like maybe they were like little pellets of poop. Yeah, man. It's just no, like amazing. kind yeah. of like yeah. not full circle, yeah. but like, like can't
2: really visualize that one. <laughs> I feel like bird. you were
0: really confronted about like you know your your fixation with beans. Be like like someone be was like, song. oh, we're gonna put you through this 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 test you know of your will we're gonna make you sprint from one end of airport to another get you out of (laughs) breath get you stressed because you're the only guy on on your work team got sent to minneapolis instead of dallas and then we're gonna put these beans on your seat and be like do you still love it now do you still love it now (laughs) the big magical legumes yeah
2: (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh man, I was gonna say a line about you guys going to Texas and uh, well, I want to say. it. It's <laughs> yeah. too messy for my exes. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, all my exes are yo, all my exes straight up. Shit, I should have been in Texas, bro. Shut the up. <laughs> it's not even up. a good I place. I would have been in there. It's shut not up. even fun. Um, <laughs> the <Shut laughs> yeah,
2: airport sucked. Yeah, except honestly. for the guy that we got to d- drive us around he He's really funny. He was like at everybody when he was driving past him, like Jesus just Christ, at them to get through. It was really weird. Oh, Ryan, yeah. Ryan was like, I feel very uncomfortable. And like, homie never says anything like that. <laughs> and he looked at me. He's like, it made me feel very uncomfortable. Whoa. Yeah. Purring, right? Eh? He was like purring. He's like, out of the way. Brrr. We're like. Weird. Okay. That is weird. It's not going to I kind of cringed when you said that. Yeah, it was I very cringy. Point. Almost uh. as cringy as beans on my seat. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: ultimately the most... Isn't that the worst thing ever, other than terrorism? Yeah. Uh, oh. i, no, <laughs> I, I think there's multiple right. things in between. I'm
2: surprised I didn't take, put you on the no-fly list be like, what the fuck did you put on your scene? Right. Right? Beans, Yeah. Is that look. code word for bomb, yeah. sir? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bomb? <laughs> no. No. It's a bong. It's not a, b- a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. What is that from? Fucking Harold and Kumar, oh, too. Oh, that's right. Escape from Guantanamo. Damn. <laughs> the white lady looks over, just sees him. What a ridiculous movie. They're,
0: they're dope. I love those guys. <laughs>
3: um,
0: did you say that was your Soup It Up? I have another
1: brief okay. Soup It
0: Up. Let's, let, hit him with the second Soup It Up.
1: I'm going to quickly go on. Oh, by the way, Kellen, we should let you know how Soup It Up it is. It is a bit where uh, s- uh, sponsored and not really sponsored by uh, Campbell's
2: Soup. Unofficially un- sponsored by Campbell's Soup. That's right. My grandfather was the VP for like 50 years. Really? Oh, wow. Campbell's soup.
1: Yeah. So are you heir to the throne?
2: <laughs> nah man I actually hate Campbell's soup Like oh. I grew up eating so much of it And my dad did too And like Can't lie Campbell's soup life S- Made a uh, Made Made a uh, A lot of interesting stories But uh, Not a fan Not a fan of Campbell's soup
1: Anyways uh, No problem That's uh, good to know And we will keep that In our minds And our, n- <laughs> and our hearts as And well. our hearts And our bellies And, and, our, and bellies. our bellies And so this is a bit Where we just take out Our frustration on the week Past couple weeks Whatever made us angry And um, Okay so, I'm a big fan of Google Photos. I love that. You save all your photos to your Gmail, mm-hmm. give you 100 gigs of storage. Beautiful. Dope. I also love to take pictures of myself in certain scenarios. I never take pictures of myself for no reason. Only when there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2018, I was involved in a brutal fight with the pavement where I, I got around. blackout wasted at a wedding reception. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the married couple. Currently still married. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> And the Bartender ended up getting overwhelmed by the amount of brown men approaching her for five drinks. A person that's seventeen brown men, you do the math. And so she was rushed. She left the bar. The drinks were just flowing. I drank too much. I fell on the while I was being uh, driven
2: somewhere. So he I managed fell. to get in a car. That's good though.
1: Yeah. And then uh, in the morning, I t- immediately took a picture of my <laughs> bruised face, battered up. But then I take pictures of myself when I'm next to food. Good plates of food. Also in Vegas, saw Crunch Bar. Took a picture with the Crunch Bar. Right now, Google. You know, they Photos sell those here, right? Yeah, they have them there. Too <laughs> so I just, I just felt the vibes. I was, I was, Kellen. You know the vibes I was on then. Yeah, don't I know even the vibes. act like you don't nah, even know, I know the, the vibes. vibes. I know the vibes. All right, there's a reason I took a pic with that Crunch Bar. Yeah, there really is. And so when <laughs> I took a picture of the picture with Crunch Bar, maybe a few days later, Google Photos assembled that photo from 2018 and this photo from Vegas. 2020 and it was like here you go and here's the photo i'm gonna show you guys and i'm also gonna throw in the clip great what the photo is and i'm what google why did you do this
2: holy fuck man
1: i know right i wanted to show you your glow up
0: you know
2: acid driven i straight up looked
1: exactly (laughs) that's you
0: that's they just wanted to show you see see you shining you know Mm-hmm. Two years in the making, Shit. you know. You got like the puffy alcohol cheeks and everything. That's right. This is a, a pretty gruesome image, you know. For anyone listening, <laughs> it's um, explicit. It, it really looks like uh, I will say it really looks like Navek was like attacked by like a group of people or like a wild animal. Yeah, I um, thought you got your ass. But cake. he was he was attacked right? by pavement. Pavement, um, not people. Pavement, not people. Sometimes right. you fight. But yeah. in oh, this yes. next photo, you know, you see Navek with a beard. You know, yeah. he's yeah. holding his crunch. Is that in up. the Walgreens?
1: Bro, why don't I make a story up and say like? Two white men tried to hunt me outside of like us, dude. That's a next shit. That's like never
2: been done before. You should totally do it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> shout out. uh, What's his name? Juicy, Jesse. That's s- how. L- that's L- how significant
2: it was. We don't even fucking remember. Right. You remember that? You remember, <laughs> good, well, good job, buddy. We all
1: remember that scenario when he yeah. lied about the whole situation. Yeah. Slow to him, You thought he could get away. We got your ass, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Piece of <laughs> shit. We didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> we didn't do a. <laughs> we
0: didn't do any. We didn't do a damn thing but sit around our asses. Yeah. Um. But, but th- please continue. Sorry. sorry.
1: Um. So Google, why did you do that to me? I mean, we know the vibes. I, I now have these two pictures saved together. Uh, growth, some growth at least. So we know some that, growth. you know, mm. it's all nice about beer growth, growth at the end of the day. Beard beard growth, growth, mental
0: growth, emotional growth, you know. Yeah, growth.
1: I did grow that a little bit. Now, Kellen, let's talk about yourself. What is your uh, true soup it up of the week? Do you have one?
2: Shit. Um, yeah. Um, my soup of the week is probably um, just some gummies, bro. Like I, I ordered one of those weed delivery services the other day. Mm-hmm. I was running low. They had ounces on for a good price, so I was like, "Oh shit, okay, I'm gonna get that and a two pack of those gummies, and then like 20 milligrams of pop." And I smoke weed quite frequently. I, I, re- I revisit it constantly, almost every day. Shout out 420, blaze it up. <laughs> get a whole month of 420 this year. Whoa. Yo. And uh I was like, "Fuck this! 20 milligrams? I'm used to eating a 500 milligram shatter bar. This can't be no like no different." So I ate like five of those motherfuckers, and like pain went away. It was great. Everything was cool, and I ate, like, four more the next day. Just basically, like, a whole weekend of eating these gummies. Like, not really acknowledging how I felt the morning after, because I just eat more right away. Right. I woke my ass up to go to work on Tuesday. Literally felt worse than, like, a tequila hangover. Like, just so sleepy. Like, you guys know, like, that guy Lil Xanax? Lil Xan? Lil Xan. Mm-hmm. Felt like that kid on my yeah, way to work it's... on the morning on the subway. I was like... Oh. <laughs> straight <laughs> oh. up drooling on myself, sleeping. Oh shit! Oh my god! There's a huge delay at like the northbound up to Sh- Young and Shepard for like an hour. I was on the train, and it like turned into like an hour and a half to get to work. So I got like an extra half an hour of straight sleep, but woke up profusely hot because I was sitting by the radiator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like sweating. I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, Hell, am I think I'm gonna go home.
3: <laughs> I think I'm gonna call.
2: It <laughs> I'm gonna turn back <laughs> around. I'm mean, gonna get I myself to work. Like, get a cute cup, bang a couple coffees down. Damn. But yeah, that was my soup of the week. It was like, Mm -hmm. never underestimate the power of edibles because if you ever get bored on weed, just fuck yourself up on some edibles and it'll show you the light again. It'll show you the light again.
1: Now, are you mad at the edibles or your choices that you make?
2: Oh, my choice is just not giving myself a break in between. Just like literally doing it for like 48 hours straight. Mm -hmm. Just keep eating them because they taste so good too. Right. Like mm, delicious treats.
1: And this is wild because the salesperson lifestyle, we know the lifestyle, right? I come in, I crack a couple calls, I crack a couple sales open, I go to the bathroom, I do a line, I do some
3: um quick. Shut the fuck up, you know. Jordan Belfort. Back. Get out of here. I make
1: six more calls. If I don't sell all them, I'm getting my ass beat. All right, by my own self. He'll probably. go and do that like
2: right? hanging thing in the bathroom that like kinda turns you on. Oh my god. And, like, that's your
1: that's so David fun. Carradine, oh. shout out to him, R. I. P. the God. That's so yeah. scary. Holy um, shit. And shit's hot. And then I come back, I go to lunch <laughs> oh with my, God. I go to lunch with all my clients. I say, hey, you better sign up right now or else you're getting your ass beat too." And then I go back to the <laughs> office. No. I do a couple more. I do <laughs> some uh, weed joints just to calm myself couple down. So so I can, and then I come back, do three more sales. It's just a salesperson life. I don't know. really is.
0: Yeah, th- thumbs up on YouTube if you know that salesperson <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> Lord um, have mercy. No,
1: guys, it's actually super relaxed and chill. It's actually
2: so. a great
0: job. I personally like it. I like around, I love French the way I love the way that we closing the, the episode here. It's a, it's a good job, eh? Yeah, soup it. of the day. Pass it to the left. Pass me that you on the left and side. Damn. I don't know if I have I don't think I have one. I don't think I have one today. No soup for you? How
1: about that uh, loser bitch nerd who keeps <laughs> okay, calling you okay. out on IG? <laughs> okay. He keeps on. calling out Ooh. Chris and uh, my other G. Uh, <laughs> and, and he's has... well, I know his name. I I didn't oh, my I didn't wanna You don't wanna uh, expose him. Yeah. Okay. But you said it. it. What's his, what's his, that? <laughs> what's who's that? That guy who keeps calling you up. I'm not going
0: to, we're not going to, we're not going to mention his name. Yo, we're not going to mention his oh name. Oh my God. That guy is such whatever a, whatever li- major loser. That's right. That's exactly right.
1: All right. It. Yeah. And if you ever come around this side, we'll talk to you. All
0: right. <laughs> we'll, yeah. Okay. You we'll keep we'll keep want to you talk
2: to Keep your head up in the annex. Keep your head up in the junction
0: area. I don't think this guy lives in the country. I'll come clean. But no, you know what? Um, this is, has happened before, uh, you know, when you say things or you do things that, you know, make people uncomfortable, some people choose to listen, some people choose to ignore it, some people choose to get really angry about it and, and say, you know, irrational really? and like try, yeah, they, they try, they try to get angry. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate to, to be surrounded by, you know, very supportive people who kind of remind me that like, you know, t- people like this aren't worth, uh, thinking too much about um but you know it does get tough sometimes sometimes you you wake up and that's the first thing you see and you're like damn oh dude I, I we work in sales yeah
2: we know exactly how that is yeah come back to 26 fucking voicemails but ooh, baby
1: what i do love is that because i i've uh somebody sent me a screenshot of that guy
2: oh for real the loser yeah oh for real and
1: it says it says something about uh He's tacking you, and you know uh, Nen is, uh His uh, IG is Young Splishy Splash, Long young and I love that. Splash, yeah. splishy, I love that. Hey, Young Splishy
3: Splash. <laughs> yeah, like, was, yeah, that's good. good. Good for him for keeping that. I like. Right. I like
1: when people are angry at him for that. But hey, Do you know
2: who your next uh, podcast guest is? Yeah, well, he's we,
1: been on the pod, we, but he can come back. Oh, on the pod. oh no, no we, haven't, we haven't had the hater. Talk.
0: We haven't had the hater on. You, that's that's what, what you're saying. So. Yeah, yeah we
3: haven't had the hater. Bring the troll on.
1: No, it's too. It's like talking to... Do that for your 100th can. episode.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, You'll like call the episode Hot a hu- Trash.
1: It's like
0: talking to a human <laughs> dumpster. You're it, it, not going to get is. anything out of it. You're just putting more. Talk way talk it. about one-way conversation, I feel like there would be a one-way conversation with this oh, guy. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. He, he pretty much just kind of goes after... and he, He's a bit of like a... I'm not going to give it's him opinionist. too much more energy, but yeah, he's like a bit of a like a self-proclaimed like gate, gatekeeper kind of deal when it comes to like talking about Tamil issues and like talking about like... Just like anything, yeah. It's like he's like, I've read all the books, I've met I all the people, I know everything, yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, whatever. Listen, There's, not learn. That's right. Listen, he's a listen listen not learn kind of hey, If you're listening. Or, I hope you're I hope you're listening, man. Because listen I would love to sit and have a to learn conversation with you. Just like check up on Don't your mental hate. health, man, because truthfully I'm I'm concerned for you. But uh I I mean that from the bottom of my heart. there. I'm concerned for your mental health, uh, and yeah. I would love to to see what's going on with you. Uh um, he just needs but, a hug. Uh, truly, truly, truly. You know, what? I could and I'm maybe gonna, I'm taking the pacifist approach here, but yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I'm gonna be real. Like the approach for a lot of these bad topics here is let's approach it with love. Love. And love. sometimes we gotta approach it with change. Mm. You know, cause that's what a lot of the Change celebs do. You know when um, Ellen was at the football game at George Bush, <laughs> and she was like, "We gotta love people." And I was like, "No, he's a war criminal. He's yeah. responsible yeah. for yeah. hundreds of thousands of brown people dying. <laughs> I'm not true. gonna salute him and make <laughs> love." No, that's such, and I feel like that's such a celebrity. You know, someone who's been out of it. It's a privilege thing, bro. It's a privilege thing, thing. Yeah, they haven't been
2: unacknowledged privilege.
1: They haven't spoke to a real, yeah. they spoken to a real person. In like, so if long. Ellen
2: DeGeneres came out and said, "Hey," I realized that I had a way, you know, easier upbringing, not necessarily, though, because she is, you know, LGBTQ or not her whole life in comedy as a woman must have been strong struggles. But mm-hmm. acknowledge it from a sense that he wasn't around war might be a little different, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like with that prick Andrew Shear, you know indigenous people check yeah. your privilege shut the fuck yeah up. who are you <laughs>
0: but yeah so maybe I'll, I'll i'll count i'll count all the all all the the pricks out there you know just talking shit this week a lot of them um, oh yeah yeah i'll say i'll say that's my 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 soup it up my soup of the day my soup of the week
2: and best th- to them honestly kill them with kindness i hope they all have
0: <laughs> great weeks <laughs> wow. yeah okay i hope uh, yeah hope yeah i'll learn something new. I hope they'll learn something yeah if, yeah if there's anything um but listen, guys, we we've pretty much made it to the to the end of this episode here. Um, this mm-hmm. has been a a truly special, a truly phenomenal episode, Calen. Thank you so much for joining hey us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, Appreciate it. This has been really great to to learn more about you, learn your story. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, you know, as we kind of do the show, we're we're learning about ourselves, and we we Definitely. try and do our best to to be open about that too, and to get a chance to to share that with you and and, and have your your story shared with us means a lot, man. Thanks. you thank so much. You for so much. Us. Y'all took my podcast virginity, so fair enough. Um, Ooh, here we are. Big uh um, the p card's gone <laughs> the p card <laughs> wow wow um peace and rest you can check them out streaming platforms um anywhere you listen to music anywhere you listen to music go listen to peace and rest um, I'll send you a link to put in the bio or whatever yeah we know. can yeah. absolutely do that we'll we'll make sure to tag them on on the instagram as well Sick. um this is episode 78. As always, this is Krish, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. Bash me because I don't fight, I just get beat up, a.k.a. Little Poopy Dirt, a.k.a. Dr. Do Too Little, a.k.a. It's not me, it's not you, we're just going through a tough time right now. As always, I got Navik. It's Navik, a.k.a.
1: Navape, a.k.a. Mr. Rump Upon girl, say hello, then run away, a.k.a. the Tamil Tyrese, a.k.a. Big Seon. And I do want to say, you know, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. That was extremely sad and, you know, gone too soon. And we got Kellen here
0: Kellen you want to You want to drop your AKs
2: Yeah It's Kellen here A.K.A. the janitor A.K.A.
0: thin crust Not thick crust Brilliant Peace Thanks so much for listening Everyone say bye to the camera On 3123 Bye Deuce